The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Yes, that's right, Infidels. You found us here, ChannelAttitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, Infidel. So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! subject of Adam. He's more of a middle management type. I'm the general manager. The buck stops with me. I'm the sharp end of the stick on SmackDown now. Someone the caliber of Solo Sokoa. Chops barely rocking Solo. Oh, God. AJ's face first. Into the turnbuckle he goes. What a collision. There is no quit in Kevin Owens. Certainly what it's... Oh, my wow. God! He's spiked Mello. That is it. Mello out of here. Oh, Mello kicking out. A Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. KP, I can do this all day. Jeez. Oh, oh, my God. What the? decapitated her. Just the Christmas tree. But look out. Zelina's got a chair. Kyrie has no idea. Well, she does now. Oh, no. Dakota with the pumpkin pie. That's clearly left over from Thanksgiving. That's got to be disgusting. No one eats pumpkin pie at Christmas. Oh! Dragon Lee, with one of the bitter end, countered into a destroyer. This is unfreaking believable. 
And it's for the championship. Here's Dragon Lee now. Look at that. Operation Dragon! And Dragon Lee retains! Watch out! Watch out! Kyrie Sane and Oscar. Halloween, it was the uh, candy corn, and Christmas is the candy cane. Oh, yes! to turn around! Bianca Belair, Shotzi. Just beat them to a pulp. What they say about Christmas, it's better to give than receive. Belair directed traffic. Oh! EST has ideas. This is... Oh, they've got a table! on a table, but watch out! This is the craziest match I've ever seen! At this point, I'm half expecting Yukon Cornelius to come guide Shotzi <laughs> to the Island of Misfit Toys. Shotzi and Belair back on their feet, but here comes the table! Damage control having their way here in the Holiday Havoc! Over to advance on Mello, still alive in this fight. KO can't believe it. Kevin Owens now. Determination to the top rope he goes. KO, swap top bomb. All across Carmelo Hayes. Kevin Owens, stunner. Is that enough? to put KO through to the final! What the hell is this guy? Wait, where's security? Who the heck is... Who is the hell is... Don't shoot him! There's a match in the... What the hell is this? And who's this idiot? Get security! Well, these aren't fans, I'll tell you that much! Yeah, obviously not with that type of move, and they're beating the hell! Out of the street, oh. Profits and Escobar taking advantage! Can Escobar capitalize? Hell, Looking for down. a quick victory here to qualify for the final! He's done it! And he had the tights! What the hell just happened? Oh my oh, god! come on! Yes! Umberto and Angel! Garza and Carrillo are back and standing by with Santos Escobar. Perhaps to open a gift. What the heck? Who the? Is that, what's it? Isla Dawn? It is Isla Dawn. And Alba Fire behind Asuka and Kyrie. This is suddenly more like Halloween Havoc than Holiday Havoc. They planned their Christmas gifts well in advance. Alba Fire now. With the help of Isla Dawn. Oh! Damage control, not expecting that. I don't know if anybody was expecting that. What a strange cast. Message sent. The Kabuki Warriors. Meanwhile, back inside the ring, Bailey. Belair stops it. Bailey looking for the Bailey to Belly. Here is the EST. Oh no, not again. Will we see the kiss of death? 
But keep your eyes on EO. Watch out for the chop. Looking for the over the middle soul. Connects with Belair. Well, here comes Mee Chin. Mee Chin now. He defeat. The crowd are on their feet here. Mee Chin with ideas. From the top rope. Mee Chin ascends oh. through the table. Hallelujah! Holy crap! Where's the Tylenol? AJ lining it up once more. Style, phenomenal forearm! Wisely, almost instinctively, Solo rolling to the outside. Oh, hey, 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 hey! Oh! Fight! Roman Reigns is back! Roman Reigns picked his moment, saw the opportunity, and went right after Styles. The enemy of my enemy is my ally. Right now, Styles should thank his lucky stars that the Viper's in the house. Randy Orton is here to fight. Taking it to the bloodline. Big right hands from Randy Orton, who's got Roman Reigns trapped in the corner. And here comes a bloodline backup. Quickly outnumbered once more with the appearance of Jimmy Uso. They didn't mask for his help, but the megastar has arrived on the scene. Oh, make no mistake, LA Knight isn't here to help anybody. LA Knight is here to fight the bloodline. Jabs to Solo and Roman. Look at LA Knight go. LA Knight battling with Solo Sokoa. Orton sending Jimmy Uso to the outside. This has become a nightmare for Roman Reigns. One of the three men in the ring are going to face Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. Two weeks from tonight, we have the triple threat to determine the number one contender. Blasting Knight now. LA Knight answers. Styles wanted Orton and Knight to stay out of things. Well, they're all in the thick of it now. Well, it's all going down officially in two weeks.
Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Smack Attack. That is right. It is your 8 a.m. Good morning, Smack Attack. Way to wake up to another day. It's a Saturday. It's the eve before Christmas Eve. It is that time again of year to celebrate Christmas. It's the holiday season. But always remember, when you're out shopping and you need that thing and somebody's in your way, sweep that leg. Do it. Do it and be proud of that. But, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, boys and girls. Welcome to the Smack Attack. It is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. Ready to go? Let's do it. Um, did I wake up before my alarm today? Yes, I did. Why? I don't know. My body decides that, hey, you're used to getting up at five, so just get up anyway. But, ladies and gentlemen, there's also some hosts in this house. You know, so, um, welcome to that. Jimmy will be here in about two minutes, so he's in. Um, that's Australia two minutes, though, so that might be an hour from now. No, but, uh, Retro, good to see you here this morning. Retro is number one. Um, he made a comment uh, over, ooh, I don't do math, uh, uh, seven hours ago. <laughs> Dude, I was well asleep. I was not going to start now. You were crazy. But as you can see, it's Santa Bay Bay on this holiday edition of the Smack Attack. Glad to see you here. Glad to hear you. And I hope um, you're having a good holiday weekend or whenever you listen to this. But I hope your Christmas is very merry and bright. Or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. It's just a good holiday season. Um, so what do, what do we want to talk about? Uh, God damn, Cody Rhodes. He kills me. Um... Because now I can't say what do you want to talk about or anything along those lines without that door uh, being involved with it and having to quote him. Mm. Thanks, Cody. Appreciate you, bud. Uh, so while we're waiting for Jimmy, how about we talk about this? Uh, if you're not watching Reacher Season 2 yet, what are you doing? Like, holy cow. Um... Like, they dropped the first three episodes last week. Uh, episode four came out yesterday. Uh, first of all, if you didn't see season one, what's wrong with you? Um, second of all, season two is cool. Even better. Um, Alan Richardson is a freaking beast. Um, Jesus Christ. I mean, if there is not a better personification of the Reacher character that Lee Childs wrote about, then... Alan Richardson, I don't know who who is. And and um, you know the funny part about it is, like he's he's had so many like different just pop up roles. Um, like he was he was Scully, he was young Scully on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, he was Aquaman, and uh, I know he's played in some other things, but those are the three things I can think of off the top of my head. And yet. He couldn't be cast for a more perfect role than Reacher. Um, it's super good. Um, yeah, Cobra Kai's great uh, retro. Um, I haven't... I stopped after season three. I need to start watching some more. Um, where the, um, whatever season that was. Uh, hey, Lab Rat! Welcome, buddy! Good to see ya! Um, after I was... Uh, I think it was season three where Daniel went to Okinawa. Um, after that, I stopped watching. Um, 
I don't know, I just, you know, it's Netflix and watching it and stuff is, you got life and you have other things going on. Um, also, the Iron Claw movie is out, if you haven't seen it yet, um, go check it out, I hear it's really good, I'm gonna go see it probably soon, um, because, hey, Von Eric's for life, baby, you know, uh, so, well, my life, not theirs, because only one's left. So, uh, so, and Lab Rap, welcome to you, sir. And yeah, go check that out. Um, look, I may go see uh, uh, Godzilla Minus One. That I hear it's great. It looks amazing. Um, and there's also Aquaman. Um, yes, I'll go see Aquaman because I like comic book movies and I might as well see it. Um, look, I know people are shitting on it, but look, I go because I want to. And I want to see it. I want to see what it's about. It's a superhero movie. I'm going to check them out. I'm going to see what they are. I don't care what people say. I'm going to do what they say. Uh, not do what they say. So, um, so yeah. Um, oh, and shout out to Dominion Apparel for this shirt. For their suppose in this house. Um, unfortunately, um... I will not be going to my parents for Christmas this year. Um, my ex-father-in-law had a double bypass this week, and he's still in the hospital, and um, I'm there right home. So I'm staying in town to make sure that they are able to get home from the hospital. And ladies and gentlemen, here he is, the man of the hour, the man with penis power, the man from down under, Jimmy T. Here he is. <laughs> Penis power, huh? Yeah. I like it, yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. As a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, there's no hosts in your house, Jimmy, but there are in mine. No. There's some hosts in ah. Um, okay, shout hey. out to the 1111 boys <laughs> for that. Uh, for one day only, we're going to borrow that because it is the holiday special for us back to back. Um, so, Jimmy, how are you, my friend? I'm good, man. Just a little hot, a little flustered from all the, the heat down here. I know it's a snowy Christmas for you. Yeah. It's a complete opposite for me, bro. So, right. yeah, I just can't believe it's Christmas already. And and Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you're the type of guy that says Happy Holidays or are you the guy that says Merry Christmas? Please say Merry Christmas. I say Merry Christmas. And then if they like, I don't celebrate Christmas, oh, well, Happy Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever. You know, happy Holidays. <laughs> whatever. Like, I, I usually default to Christmas. Um, and then from there... Um, and then if they're like, oh, I don't celebrate. Okay, well, then happy holidays, you know, because I'm not going to sit there and try to play a guessing game with you and what you celebrate or if you celebrate or I'm, I don't even worry about that, man. You know, or, yeah, I know. I know. But like, I'm, I'm atheist. Okay, cool. You know, whatever. I uh, see that, that. That annoys me, dude. I'm saying you say Merry Christmas because, you know, you're being nice, right? Yeah. And then some idiot turns around and says, well, I'm fucking, uh, I'm atheist. Get the hell out of here, man. Okay. You know what I mean? Do or well, not? I mean... I don't know. I like... I I choose to... As Roy Kent says, I choose to give them love. You know, when he like, right. the scene from... They but, need it, clearly. Right. But, you know, it, it's not meant to be offensive. Like, I don't know you. I can't, I can't look at you and go, Oh, Jimmy is a Greek Orthodox. Or Jimmy is a, you know, a Roman Catholic. Or, like, I can't tell what religion you are by looking at you. Even... You know, there there there's people who live in Israel who aren't Jewish. You know, so it's like I, I can't make those assumptions. Uh, well, I can. I... 
So I'm going to go with what I default as is this is Christmas time for me. And then, okay, well then, happy holidays. Yeah, because I'm not well, going to guess. Let me put it this way, man. Yeah, I am Greek Orthodox, but guess what? I'm Christian. Yeah. So I celebrate Christmas too, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's stupid, man. I look, obviously, I don't say it to like a Muslim person who's obviously Muslim or whatnot, right? Right. Because they somehow sometimes get offended. Not everyone, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But generally, I'll say it, you know what I mean? Just to be, you know, fuck, a, a nice guy. If anyone gets offended, well, then they're the ones with the issue, you know what I mean? But, right. But unfortunately, people do get offended, and it's sad, man. It actually annoys the heck out of me. Yeah. Or if they get mad at Christmas, and then I say, well, happy Festivus, you know, and I'll do that. Oh, do, God. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to air the list of grievances, and then we'll yeah. have the festive strength, you know, like, okay, um, you know, have fun with it you know be whatever with it so uh yeah and so i was i was just briefly saying that um uh that you talked we talked a little bit about the iron claw movie how it looks interesting and um aquaman and godzilla minus one um those are all viewing options for the weekend uh and i am not going um to my parents for christmas because my father had double double bypass this week no, whoa, whoa, uh, your father did? My ex-father-in-law. Oh, yeah, you said that. You said yeah. that. Oh, I remember you so, saying that last week. So, he, uh, so that was Tuesday, and his O2 wasn't doing super great, so he still hasn't gotten out of the IC, uh, cardiac ICU. Um, and so he has a transition to, you know, out of that so that they can transition to go home. So it might be tomorrow, maybe, um, that he might get to go home. I don't know. So yeah. just I'm gonna stick around. My Jacob's gonna go probably tomorrow, and then stay till Tuesday to go see my parents and hang out and stuff. But you're not gonna uh, see your folks. No, I'm gonna. It's a three-hour drive, so you know, <laughs> like to try to go do it and then turn around and come back. And then if my in-laws need me, come on, John, come on. No, bro. it's it's about being because <laughs> my in-laws don't have a ride home from the hospital. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that that's completely yeah. different than that. Yeah. So they, so they're, and then if they need something, because like my father-in-law can't do certain things, he can't put his hands over his head, he can't push up, you know, stuff like that. So if like my mother-in-law needs me to come get him out of a chair or, or something, then I've got to be available to do that because how old is he? He's eighty-four, and she's like in her early eighties to like eighty. Oh, so they're they're getting up in age. Then, yeah, yeah. So first of all, an eighty-four-year-old man going for double bypasses. You know, sketchy that's to pretty, begin with. Yeah, I mean, he's a very man. active man. He's a very active man. You wouldn't know he's eighty-four by looking at it. I mean, he he has a, a whole wood shop, and he you know makes stuff for these craft fairs with wood with his wood lathe and all kinds of heavy wood making equipment and stuff like that. And he builds ramps for people with wheelchairs, and you know, oh wow, yeah. Good so, on. yeah. So, and then, you know, but my mother-in-law, she's a tiny little lady. So if something happens and she needs to get him, you know, uh, she's not going to be able to do it. So no, that's me so living in, in town across, you know, down, you know, maybe about 10 minutes away, you know, if she needs me, I'll just run over there and come get her. And, or if she needs to, she needs somebody to watch him while she needs to go to the grocery store or something, you know, I can do that. And then that way, if he needs to go to the bathroom, get up out of a chair or something, I can help with all that so see that's why john you're you're a fucking good man man like legitly like only because look man that's you know that's your ex-wife's you know 
appearance and you still go out of your way to do what you do man and believe me not many people would do what you do bro and i truly mean that you know what i mean so but there's there's still family you, it's not it's, that's right it it's it, exactly it's you your know, kids mother and grandparents bro yeah yeah like my you know it, it was my ex's choice to walk away from the marriage not theirs so right to right. me they're still family and you know like uh, when i went on uh, Monday when I was at the hospital um, I told her I was there, I'm, look I'm not, I'm not going anywhere um, Jacob's probably not going to go anywhere for Christmas we're going to be here for you guys and like she broke down crying because like wow. like we don't have a ton of family and and you know we have some acquaintances but you know nobody we can depend on I'm like okay well I'm here so you know um, so you know there's that aspect of it so just selfless dude straight up eh, it's, it, like, it's that, man. It's just the right thing to do, you know, really. I mean, no, it is. It actually is. You're right. It's you know, I mean, you know, if, if given the choice, I'm always going to do the right thing. You know, I'm not going to do the easy thing. I'm going to do the right thing. Um, and that's that's what this is. But I'm also the same person that, you know, my best friend, she's going she's going to uh, Chicago and needs a ride to the airport. So I'm going to be at her house at noon and take her to the airport because. Wow. Do you, you say know. no to anything, bro? Like, oh yeah, I say no to plenty. But like, <laughs> okay, if you are right. if you are friends or family, it's a lot harder to say no to. Like, you know, like, like if you're an acquaintance, I'll be. Like, eh. But <laughs> I mean, this is this is Jessica is not only like one of my best friends, but she I worked with her for five years. So like, you know, I know her kids and I know you know all that kind of stuff and everything along those lines. So. This isn't just like somebody I just knew or worked with. This is someone I spent a lot of time with. And, you know, we went through, um, like, when I met her, she was on the back end of her relationship and she was leaving her partner. And, um, you know, and then she decided, oh, fuck, I'm not dating girls anymore. Eyes are where I want to, you know, whatever. So she left that relationship. She moved out of that house, her and her, and her son, and dealt with all that. And then... And then it was my turn where she was there for me when I went through my divorce and, and everything along those lines. So like we've, we've been through a lot of life together the last six years. So it's, you know, she's someone that I would be like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, I will make that work. You know, Brittany, same thing. You know, if, if, if Brittany was, you know, needed something, you know, I would be like, okay, where are we, where are we bearing the body? Yeah, you know, that's all I would have to say, you know, kind of thing. So it's if you are in that circle of like family and like dear, dear friends, then it's pretty hard for me to say no because it's the right thing to do. But, you know, everybody else, I'll be like, yeah, I'll think about it. Maybe. I don't know. So, no, like I said, dude, like half the things that you do, uh, you know, it'd be hard for me to do, put it that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're right friends and family you shouldn't think twice you know what i mean but um yeah but you you go on to that you know you're something else dude you'll go even beyond that so i mm. know uh, nah, really john i mean you should give yourself a pat on the back I, I i feel like sometimes i feel like you you're not appreciated enough you should be more appreciated at times dude no really Look at you, fucking! You even you even uh, snorted at me, bro. Yeah, well, look, like, <laughs> look. So, okay, one of my like, I I don't do things for those things. Like, I do it because it's the right thing to do. I'm not looking for a pat on the back. I'm not looking for recognition or praise. That's why I like I hate gifts. Like, words of affirmation are great, 
but not like you know like uh oh man you're so amazing like like when i feel like i'm being put on a pedestal like that makes me i feel you i'm the same way comfortable like right. i'm just you know not me that um thank you then good retro rocket i appreciate see this is something i can appreciate um mm-hmm. i can appreciate that uh like if, if but like something and done in humor like that or whatever but like really where i feel appreciated is when you just treat me like a person and you want to talk to me, spend time with me or whatever. I don't need you to tell me how great I am because I'm aware, I'm aware that I'm not the greatest. I'm just human like the rest of them. I'm just trying to live my best life in the way I see fit. And so like words of affirmation or gifts, I'm not like super high on for me. You know, like if you're going to say, Hey, I think you're doing a great job then that's it. Cool. But like, man, oh man, you're amazing. You're so great. Like when you get into like big superlatives like that, I'm not, <laughs> But every now and then, hey man, good job. You know, like a, a simple pat on the back. I'm cool with that. But like oh. sometimes you need that, dude. You know what I mean? And oh yeah. Because you know, like yeah, you do. Sometimes you truly need that because like you, I hate being praised for anything. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't sit well for me. I don't know why. It just doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but but in saying that, like I said, man, you know getting to know you now over you know over the last couple of years like since we're doing the show even though i mean i've known you for a few years but we got to know each other more since we started doing the show yeah. obviously right and man like january will be a year me. by the way has it been a year already january this coming january will be a year Shit. was it january uh, when i jumped yeah. in wow yeah because james james ended in uh last year around christmas january time and then Right, weren't you doing away. the show with others randomly? Like the vet was doing, yeah, that, for example, yeah, like for, yeah, 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 and then yeah, that's crazy. I can't, time's flying, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it. it's driving me nuts. But before we get to time, I guess what I wanted <laughs> to say is no, like, John, like, seriously, man, like, just seeing how you are as a person, you know what I mean? You're something mm-hmm. else, bro. And I'm not saying this to suck your dick or toot your horn. I'm saying this because I mean it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah flop it out, John. Flop it out. Come on. Well, I mean, on, I don't pal. have pants on again. Come on. I don't have pants on again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. All right. No, no. But really, man, that's what type of guy you are. And this is what I love about Americans in general, dude, because have you ever heard of the the thing called tall poppy syndrome? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the, yeah, yeah. It's where like Australians and British people. Like, <laughs> yeah. They, you get many Australians elevated and, and well, I mean, I've, I've heard British people do it too. Okay, um, right. but it's a where you someone gets too elevated and you just chop them down. And yeah, like, you know, hey, dude, bro. that's a real thing here, bro. Oh, it yeah, it's fucking bizarre, right? Mm-hmm. And my point is, here in Australia, man, it doesn't matter like who you are, right? They have to bring you straight back down to their level, no matter what, dude. They'll shit on you. You think, you know being one of their own you'd fucking praise that right mm-hmm. but with the way australia works in their eyes you gotta you know you ain't shit doesn't matter if you're a fucking celebrity or or whatever you it doesn't matter you ain't shit you're just like me you're just like you you know what i mean whereas yeah. americans and i've had that you know i've seen that shit happen so many ways right and it's a true thing in but with americans the one thing i have noticed you know with americans is they praise like they lift you up bro they always take dude you're doing well, you're killing it, and they'll be straight out with you. They'll, they'll tell you straight up, like, hey, dude, look, this is not, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the point is, Americans support you, man. You know mm. what I mean? And that's the one thing that blows my mind because I've had a lot of support 
from people like that, you know, I don't see personally, right? I see yeah. you guys like, you know, through here, right? And I consider this like we've met anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if I can see you, you can see me. If we see each other in, you know, in, in, in person, it's the same deal, man. I've already seen who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it'd, it'd be easier. But the point is, they shit on you here, man. But Americans will always tell you you're doing a good job, man. Or yeah. or you're doing a shit job if, if but, you are doing a shit job. But we will jump on you the moment you fuck up, too. Like, oh, we, yeah. Absolutely. Like, but oh, as you yeah. should. But as you Yo, should, though. That's what it, I said. It, I said that. You guys are straight up, yeah. too. Like, you know what I mean? Well, it's not even straight up. But, like, it's like it's almost like we're waiting. We, we're waiting in the lurch for you to fail. Because when you do, we like, because Jimmy, there's a whole bunch of like news articles and stuff of people like, oh, look, this guy's this. Or, uh, for example, right? Let's, let's, and I mean, this is not the best example because I do this a lot too. But TD Jake's massive pastor or whatever was apparently, um, is a big controversy this week because apparently he was caught being involved in orgies and maybe even gay what? orgies with like oh, Diddy and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Whoa, it's whoa, wild. Slow down, slow down. Did you say a pastor was yeah, involved he, in or with orgies with P. Diddy? Yes. Uh I know Diddy's low key, you know, he gets jiggy with it, no uh, pun intended, but you know what so, I mean. So yeah. Uh okay, so and I mean here does um <laughs> So supposedly, like he was involved, and he is that's he's here in Dallas, right? So he's it's called the Potter's House. He's a measure church, and T.D. Jakes is one of these fiery African American preachers, and um, you know, you know, just you know, we're well known, um, just all this kind of stuff, right? Uh, that there's certain claims uh, he's involved in um, in like this. Um, like <laughs> this kind of like just say it, John. It, it's like the sex club type thing. Um, what and, like uh, and like him a, and uh, P him and uh, P Diddy were involved with this kind of Brother thing. Love? And then, <laughs> sort that's of his but, other nickname. Um, that's his other nickname. That's why I'm saying that. Right, but it's also swingers. Um, swingers. That's what it is. That's what yeah. But um, he, he, this R&B singer Cassie accused. Uh, yeah, I, I know a lot about that. And right, then, that's his ex-wife or whatever, man. He's got yeah, kids to her. But supposedly that T.D. Jakes was involved with these sex parties um, and that T.D. Jakes was involved with a lot of them and um, and that um, he was involved uh, with multiple men um, because there was male escorts and that he was involved with multiple men. Um that a and apparently this is true enough because a young male uh has required has gained a rep a lawyer to represent him because it, the incident took place when that young male was 16 years old Shit. so i heard about this though actually yeah i was watching so, a few news tidbits about it yeah uh you know so him td jackson and p diddy are all buddies or whatever and so like this has just come out this past week um that you know some of these news stories and things along those lines so uh it, i mean he's he's that i mean i will say this about td jakes does he say some things that are like okay he he, he has some small points but um he's also 
one of these pastors that's, you know, got a shit ton of money and he uses his church to get that that money. Of course. And now he has like developments and like as far that's as like wrong. real estate developments and, you know, like based off of all this stuff, you know, I don't know. Um, and I'm just and then supposedly there were rumors that he was involved with the shade room, which is like this, I guess, the shade room? Sh- strip club or, you know, something along those lines. Um, um, oh, no, sorry. Uh, it's uh, the shade room, a popular Instagram based media company posting celebrity news. Um, but apparently that's not the case. Look, it's there, there's a lot of shady shit that goes on with this dude. Right. I mean, oh, that. Sorry. And and but the moment the moment that this came out, people were like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" Like you know, TV Jakes and how terrible this is, and um, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, um, it, well, it's- Holly weird, bro. Even though it's the music industry and all that, it doesn't yeah. matter. All these motherfuckers with money, they do weird shit. Let's be honest, bro. Right. Yeah, and look, um, and and here's my and yeah, they are. And I mean, here's the thing: if you're, and I mean, this is going to go for ninety nine point nine nine percent of these people. Um, if you're on TV and you're, mm-hmm. I don't trust you immediately. Oh, I don't please. trust you immediately because look at all these fucking. Oh, I'm sorry, but they're frauds, bro. They're they're all cocksuckers. Let's be honest, dude. Yeah. Hey, look at your boy all Brian right. Houston. Uh, yeah, exactly. Fuck him too. I'm, we're dad. both guilty of this shit. At the end of the day, I'm talking about American dentist chains mm-hmm. because, you know, our pastors on both sides here, uh, you know, the ones that are on TV, they're all full of shit. Yeah. All right. And I don't understand how people get so fucking brainwashed by mm. these weirdos. Look, they've got charisma. I'll give them that because they wouldn't be yeah. They wouldn't be getting the money that they're getting if they didn't, obviously. Right. right. But man i hope they rot in hell these people deserve to be oh, in hell straight up they dude. will be they will be like they're like it says that there's a special place in hell for people who lead the people astray so uh hey cold-blooded has made it this morning good morning hey, hey it's okay you're late that's fine uh you're, I was you're late not too. Uh, yeah, yeah you were technically late jimmy um <laughs> not i mean cold-blooded is normal jimmy late not early morning jimmy late, <laughs> right. so, so there's that uh, uh well but yeah you know, i was in the can that's why right there you go <laughs> Like, hey, morning constitution, uh, right? You got to have that. Uh, but, you know, I, you know, I, so it's not that different. It's just I've noticed with Australians and British people, like, they'll they'll nick you before, like, anything's even happened. It was like, oh, you fucking too good they're, for yourself? Like, cunts, what the bro. hell? Don't forget Brits where you come from, worse. bitch. Yeah. British people are fucking miserable fucks. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I've had a few British friends, right? And they call mainly girls, but still. Um Seriously, they're 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 rude. They're legitly rude. Australians aren't rude. British people are fucking rude, bro. I don't know what it is about them. It, yeah. Like, uh, if they don't know you, they couldn't give a shit about you. I guess that's with yeah. anyone. But but it's just the way they are. It's, it's kind of off. But yeah, they'll 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 pull you straight down. They'll they'll joke. But Australians are notorious for that shit. Like yeah. I'll even my own friends. Like even you know they they don't want to praise you per se. Like. Mm-mm. Which is cool. I don't. I don't expect it. It's not even that. But just the fact that they try to, I don't know, man. It just feels wrong, and it's kind of a breath of fresh air when you know all my American peeps. You know, you included. You know, take, do, do nothing but nice things, man. Like you yeah. know what I mean. They help you, 
these people don't help you, bro. And they're supposed like, and when I say help, you think the people that you know that you you you're from, like the country you're from, and people you know, even you think they'd be more. I don't know, man. I and like I said, I'm not even bitter about it. It doesn't even matter. It's just right. a weird. It's just weird, bro. I, I I don't understand because me, I'm the opposite, dude. I don't get jealous of nobody. If it's someone, it's like, for example, me and Pierce, right? Right. You know, we're both Australians. We're both doing, you know, the same type of shit, right? Mm-hmm. But instead of being against each other per se, right, or look at each other's rivals, we praise each other, bro. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's, and that's a rare form. It's rare, dude. It's just, it's a rare thing, man. And uh, I, and it bothers me in that in that sense because Americans who, you know, I I don't fucking, you know, it's not like we hang out in person, right? It. I mean, but I consider you guys in many ways better friends than fucking my own friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is, which is odd and sad to say, but it's true, man. Yeah. Because every time I've needed the help, even though you guys are on the other side of the friggin' pond, right? You guys wouldn't hesitate to help, even if it was money or or anything, dude. You guys just are, are, no, really, bro. Re- no, really, yeah, isn't. I'm dead serious, bro. I'm, this is no joke. He's legit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can count yeah. on you guys more than my own fucking friends sometimes, dude. And it is what it is, you know? It is It is what it is. But this this brings me up. And I don't remember if I've done this with you, Jimmy, or not. I know I've done it before. What's that? But it says, uh, I almost got a free poster from Robert Tilton, the prosperity gospel guy in the 90s. And I was supposed to put in my hand, uh, put my hand on his. Mm-hmm. But I threw darts at him. Uh this is the only thing that TV preachers are good for. And Jimmy, if I've shared this with you before, uh, sure. let me know. But if not, okay. it's it's worth it anyway. Um, because uh, this will make me laugh every time. Like if I've, if I'm ever if I'm ever in a in a like bad mood or anything along those lines, hmm. this puts me right. I don't think you good. have shown me this. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. Okay. No, I would have remembered it. That's this. <laughs> Peter first was in fear when Jesus told him to launch out. <laughs> it's amazing when the Lord speaks. Did he just fuck? Call me right now. What back. the fuck? Six two zero sixty two hundred. Hallelujah. Wait, wait. Is that legit? Hallelujah. Yeah, there, the, somebody the puts this in on all these oh, different things. I was gonna say, Two will man. see the glory of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. And my word will not return void, and it will Uh, go to that which it was sent. (laughs) And it will prosper. And now listen to this. You go a little further. You get the one God's for you. You get he's with you. And then the last biggie, Uh, uh. God's in you. (laughs) Man. Learning how to release your faith. <laughs> what? I for the Lord's sake. It is a spirit. It's speaking and in tongues. Bread for oh, eating shit. will also provide and multiply. Oh. Oh, that's the only thing He was eating steak and and, uh, and, 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 and having water from the brook and bread. Fresh bread. Fresh cooked bread. Mm, I can smell that bread right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. I can smell that bread right now. Hallelujah. <laughs> God's open oh, something up for oh. you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I am smelling fresh bread. Dude. God's oh, cooked the, 
The ovens of heaven. Heaven's baked. <laughs> the ovens of heaven. <laughs> is cooking something up for you. God. <laughs> this is the way the gifts of the Spirit operate through me. God's cooking something up for you. He's cooking something up for me. We worship you, Lord. I hear it, Jesus. I see it. I smell it. He is preparing for you as we even speak. I smell heaven's bakery cooking up something good for you, sister. Father. My head hurts, bro. I've never smelled the bread of heaven before. I don't want to miss this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I can just get your mouth open. Just like that. I've had about three or four of those in the last month. Just one right after the next. I'm not talking about figuring it out with your brains. I'm talking about what the trust your heart. The power of the Holy Ghost. That's where it's at. Hallelujah. The first thing that happens, that's it. Uh, <laughs> that's just doing what you say you'll do to get God to do uh, what he said he would do. Him. He's evil, this guy, man. <laughs> I'm just wild enough to do what God said. That's why <laughs> results happen. Well, I have seen all that Laban's... I've seen what Laban's done on this the force, the spiritual force of the, the uh, oh, the spiritual power. Uh, Isn't that amazing. <laughs> if God's got to send a bird, He'll send a bird. Well, hallelujah! Hallelujah! In faith, breaking through, breaking. breaking. <laughs> you fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> And God sent that man that day to open up those heavens. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and, and I'm hearing the word break through something. Getting through something. Breaking through something. A breakthrough. 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 I'm hearing it loud. A breakthrough. A breakthrough, a breakthrough, breaking through, a breakthrough, oh, no. breaking through. Here's the second part of it. <laughs> to speak that word, to release that, to to loose you. I am releasing that, and I'll tell you something. I'm going to press through that, and it just plows right through. I just pushed yeah, Winston and Cynthia out there a little further. It's decreeing faith, violent faith, force of faith, faith that takes it, takes it, takes it. That's what I'm doing, what we're doing in this ministry. We're reaching out there. We're opening our mouth wide. God, I thank you now for this new move. <laughs> I'm hearing something really powerful. <laughs> you either go over them, around them, or through them. But the, you can get... Hold it. I'm sorry. God will steer you wrong. God will tell you how to make it in the midst of... When you're not making it. Oh, I just saw you. 
If that ain't predicting your future, I don't know what is. And thou shalt be also. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Are you seeing what I'm seeing? But I will look to the God from oh, whom things shit. come from. Oh, that was good. That echo. It's so fired up, fueled up. It's like fire shut up inside my bones. Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Isn't this something else? Come to you. Come to you. Come to you. You just need to release your faith. Oh, you're, holding, you're holding your horses back. You gotta, just hold, you're holding back. Holding back. Holding oh. back. You let go. What the fuck? <laughs> Hello. You have to press in. You have to press on. You have to go on. Start is great. Proverbs says, but finishing is better. And <laughs> 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 the first thing you get to say. Oh. <laughs> the day of miracles has come. <laughs> Oh, oh that's man. So my head hurts. If Robert Tilton did or anything, look, go to YouTube and type in Farting Preacher. They have a Kenneth Copeland version. They have that. <laughs> like, I have them all. Oh, my God. Uh, How'd you, you find ever... this, bro? Look, that, I, oh, I saw that. Head. Look, so way back in the day when I was starting in ministry at our church, I was an intern and we it was <sighs> we were on staff. And that came out way back early in the days of the internet, like a long time ago, like E-Bombs World, you know, kind of stuff. So we, me and the youth pastor and like our senior pastor, we saw this and we'd pass it around to each other in, you know, Robert <laughs> yeah. doing the farting preacher. And I'm talking, oh my God, we like so much. So we, we would do it at like all kinds of random times where we would play farting preacher for stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like we're at, a, so we're at my, my church for a friend of mine who doesn't go there, his, his wedding. And all the grooms are lined up at the side hall to go to the altar. And the youth pastor's office is right there. And so we start playing Farting Preacher from his computer <laughs> there right before. And then, like, and what we didn't know was that the microphones were live, like, not outside, but for the oh, video recording, right? Yeah. So, so later, my buddy calls me for the, and he goes, hey, did you know the microphones were live? I was like, no, they weren't. They were not live. He goes, no, not on the auditorium, but for when we were recording videos, I was like, what? So, like, they heard everything that we were doing before the thing. And so, like, at one point, you hear somebody go, who farted? Because it's like, we're watching <laughs> farting preacher. Not everybody's seeing it, and they're he oh. but they're hearing the noises. And Hallelujah. so, like, yeah, <laughs> the day of miracles has come. God's <laughs> fresh bakery, you know. <laughs> that was the best. Oh, man. Like, there are so oh, many. Can you and, like, smell it? Just, oh, just this. Uh, uh, hello. Uh, like, oh, uh, man. Like, and the fact that somebody went through hours and hours of Robert Tilton videos oh, to man. time the farts with the facials and, Perfect, and the bro. words and all that. Oh, my gosh. So, Chris, welcome. Good morning, Chris. Extreme D is here, and she's laughing. I'm, I'm assuming that's uh, your D. Uh, no, that's not my D. Actually, no, it's not. not. Your D. No, okay. it's not. No. All right. Uh, I was wondering who Extreme D is. It's probably yeah, a well, boy instead of a chick. Well, we don't know. Who? Welcome. <laughs> yeah, the first time here. But I've yeah, seen Extreme D before. Have you? Okay. All right. He or she uh, has been around. Uh, oh, and, oh uh, by the way, um, I haven't said this yet, but to, uh, in case you didn't notice, um, I'll show you now. Uh, I am going to start putting these on Twitch as well. So uh, 
uh, it, uh, on my Twitch. So if you want to follow along on Twitch, you can do that. The smack attack uh, you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah, as you should. You know, so there we go. We have another year. So look, there's my Twitch right there. Oh, look. oh I don't you, know if you can see. There's Jay Reezy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and just quietly, I just want to shout out Cold Blooded. Yeah. He said he'd fight a kangaroo for me. Thank you, Cold Blooded. Oh, uh, yes. Cold Blooded <laughs> is. Uh, he's not too cold blooded. He's, nah, no, he's, he's medium blooded. How about that? Medium <laughs> yeah, medium blooded. He's medium I mean, blooded. Yeah. But I mean, hey, hallelujah, man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hello. <laughs> but how, you know what's even more great about this, what we just watched? The fact that the faces this guy is pulling on top of that, right? It, it's like he's legitly fighting, bro. I know. and But the, <laughs> you know the, I mean? the fact that someone sat through all Perfect. that footage and said, you know, I'm going to put a fart here. I'm going to put in the, the type of fart, right? Like, I'm going to do this kind of fart. I'm going <laughs> to. Oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> if you're ever sad, go to YouTube and type in farting preacher. And I guarantee you, you will not be sad after that. Like, Actually, like, I want to tell D that right now. D, yeah. look up Fighting Preacher, please. You got to do yourself a favor. Trust me, you'll laugh. Yeah, bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's oh, it's it's like I showed it to my kid a while back, and he thought like I mean I have never seen him laugh so hard in my entire life. I mean, look, mind you, I have seen that one. I was quoting it, and I'm still crying, laughing yeah, hard at it. You good. know, I mean. I, and I, most of that, that's one of the most, the original ones, that's the one I saw like way, like 20 years ago. Um, yeah, Lab Rat, he definitely had to release the spirit, definitely, <laughs> um, on that. So, <laughs> yeah. all right. Well, I did have a couple of new things I want to talk with you about before we got started into SmackDown. Um, first and uh, foremost, uh, Jimmy, this is more pertaining to me and you, but uh, did you see Hiroshi Tanahashi is going to be the new Japan yes, Pro Wrestling I President and Representative Director? Yeah, and they're going to announce it on the 26th, I think. Yeah. Uh, to make it official, right? Of right. this month. Yeah, because I believe, if I remember, uh, Obari steps down on the 23rd. Uh, right. So today, um, in him and uh, a, another director, uh, Mikai uh, Nishikawa, is stepping down. And then uh, it's going to be Tanahashi. He is the president and representative director. Um, and then also. Hitoshi uh, Matsumoto is going to be the chief of business production for TVSI. And Taro Okada is going to be president and CEO of Bushi Road Fight. And they have been named directors of the company. Um, so, what does this mean for Tanahashi now, though? Does this mean he's going to retire? or No, he's. Uh, that's, that's a good question. Um, it says that. Uh, the point making, it just says this came. Following a meeting of New Japan's board of directors and shareholders, um, now I think does this mean that um, you know that he's going to be? Could he be like a a Noki type where he still wrestles, but he's going to be more of a backstage presence? So, like, I feel like this is going to be. Hey, a Noki kind of you know kind of thing where right right he's right. going to be more backstage, but he'll be more of like a special presentation, a special type, attraction, right? Special attraction wrestler. Now, I mean, he is older. He is you know, um, not you know. I mean, he did wrestle a good bit this year, 
But yeah, and let's be real, he's not the same Tanahashi from like let's be real, probably ten years ago because Right, but here's the amazing part, Jimmy. He's adapted so much. Right. To, he's still putting on good matches. You can't absolutely. You I know, mean, he's not I mean, the same. He's not the same. Let's let's be honest, he really isn't. Right. He can't walk, man. I no. mean, he hobbles to the ring all the time, and I hate seeing that, dude. Yeah. And seeing him in person, he hobbles in person too. Oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I personally I think this is a good move because I think one having a wrestler in upper management like like this well, it's the is first all- one since Inoki, right? When you think right. about it, yeah, yeah. And this and this only makes sense, especially one because New Japan's doing this what United Japan endeavor where nine other promotions and them are or nine them nine them and eight other pretty much all the main all the main yeah, Japanese are are, right. are going to start working together for for big shows and then having a wrestler involved with the business so that they can go hey i know this makes sense on a on a like for stocks or whatever but this is not going to work for the wrestling part of the wrestling business mm. because this is a big part of bushi road's portfolio is wrestling and so Absolutely. they they need you need a voice of someone who's going to been involved like um i i think harold did a decent job of helping promote new japan to internationally that internationally yeah, yes right you know did he and then they they overreacted and brought that and brought in okabari who He's said now nah, we're gonna man yeah well and he he you know you had covid for you know japan yeah. held on to covid for a and, lot longer than the states and they didn't handle it well not even new japan no. i think handled it well so no. yeah nobody did in japan but i mean japan didn't handle it well in general right i mean right. you know when most of the world has opened up and Japan is still saying closed to you know outsiders and you're you're killing your business, you know? And so Not now that. they weren't even allowed to cheer, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And so now you're now having to figure out a way back and w- what better way to go, hey, let's bring in a guy who handles a lot of this and does a lot of our money, you know, with this aspect of wrestling to come in here and have a say in what we're gonna go wrestling wise. I think. I think Okada, I mean, Tanahashi is going to do a good job of balancing um, Japan and international. You know, I think he really will do that. And he's going to, he's, you know, what he's going to do is best for New Japan. Oh, 100%. Let's, let's be honest. That's, oh, I agree. That's going to be, I think this is a good move for New Japan as they go forward. Uh, Second, apparently Bailey uh, signs a new WWE contract and it's going to be a multi year deal. Um, Really? That I didn't know. Yeah, um, and so also uh, Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, and Charlotte Flair have signed new contracts as well. Um, and uh, Charlotte's is going to be for a new for a huge money increase. Really? So yeah, so uh, you know that is uh, that is kind of the latest. Uh, there's no like real details. This is just kind of speculation. But we do know that they have been signed to new contracts. Um, the terms of them. Um, has yet to be determined exactly, but Bailey. So this week you had Bailey, Dominic, Ray, and Charlotte all getting new contracts. How do you feel about that, Jimmy? I'm happy about that. I mean, yeah, they deserve new contracts. I mean, especially Dom, dude. I know I've been the guy that that has been talking up Dom all year, but to be fair, I think he's earned a new contract, and I'm sure. It's a swell contract this time compared to to the current one that he's on. So, man, yeah, man, I'm not mad at that at all. And, and Charlotte is Charlotte, dude. I mean, yeah. you'd be stupid not to offer her 
whatever money she asks for because let's be real she'll go to aw in a heartbeat just because of her husband i think and her dad but she's a WWE lifer i think though but she would have used that because WWE, even though i don't think she would have left right really WWE ain't gonna risk it anyway well yeah i mean considering she was seen at cmll this week with andrade but she was on crutches right. but she went down there to support him so um you know, I don't know. That's kind of the thought process on that is. You and you know. know what's funny about that, that you just brought up how she was at CMLL? Do you remember years and years ago? Do you remember the, um, the Highlanders? Yeah. Do you remember when they showed up to TNA and because their faces were on camera, they were trying to hide their faces, right? Yeah. And um, they got fired for it. Yeah. It's funny how now they don't really care about if they show up, you know, to support their friends. Just like Bailey turned up to New Japan for uh mercedes monet but new japan didn't show her on tv like no, that was true. that that's was true. fans and then cmll didn't show her on tv this was like backstage fan pictures and stuff like that the difference is the highlanders they were on tna tv they were on the show they were shown yeah but they were in the stands dude that's a bit harsh in my opinion you know what I mean? but still it's it's that i, I mean so were so were charlotte and them but they weren't actively like one TNA did them no favors by trying to show no, they're them dogs. On, they're they're right like, for doing that shit. That, that's 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 kind of you know shitty on on TNA. That part. is very shitty. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, they're, they're pieces of um, shit for doing that. But at the same time, too, like I get what they're trying to do is like, oh look, even WWE likes our product, you know, by showing them in the stands, and they could have just been there to support their friends like Mercedes and all that and Charlotte, but they're getting smarter and they're like in these boxes they're not accessible where mm. cameras can see them and things along those lines you know so if they get seen it's fans and so it's not as big a deal as being right. on a live broadcast like that's the difference um you know yeah so, but do uh, you think it's they over exaggerate that bullshit because think about it look at ufc right whoever shows up as a celebrity doesn't matter if they're whatever but that's that different point them out but Why? that that would that it, let's say you're a UFC fighter and you show up in a professional fighting league, you know, thing, right? Let's say that Bellator, for example, right? I mean, like, yeah, yeah but or that professional fighting league, right? PFL, right? They're, even them, they're, they're not on the same, you know, they're nowhere near like, but you know, UFC. Neither TNA is not on the same level as WWE. They still fired the no, Highlanders back for it. Then they were a much bigger deal than they were, well, right? Than what but they are now. Obviously, they would have every right to fire them. Because hey, you're on another. You're the the language of the contract is you're on a competing programming's program, right? Whether they chose to like like that's just where you as a wrestler have to be smarter, right? You have to work the boys in the back. You have to stay back there, or if you go get seats, you sit in the upper decks. Bruce Pritchard and Eric Bischoff talked about how they would go watch shows, you know, with like Raws and and all that nitros and stuff, but they would sit in the upper decks. Right, one, right. Were, so they wouldn't, be they wouldn't know they were there. They knew they were there. I, no, I guarantee it. You show up, yeah. I mean, but if you're sitting in the upper deck in the last row where nobody sees you, then yeah, that's not a big deal, right? Because you're you're wanting to hear the perspective of the fan without the interference. So right. you know, and I mean, Bruce Pritchard, somewhat without the brother love gimmick, could he could probably get by? Yeah. Eric Bischoff before he got huge, could he get by? Probably, you know. And I mean, I'm talking before this he before, got huge, right? Before 100%. he got like 
this is like, you know, not when he took over 94, 94, 95. Right, right, right. When no one really fucking. Right. right. And Bruce you, Pritchard, he didn't come on TV till way later on, except for when he was an announcer, but right. that's different. Yeah. And, and and Bruce Pritchard was just kind of, you know, brother love, but he wasn't a very, a huge regular. And by the time the 90s came around, most people forgot about him. So, you know, but still that aspect of being able to like, you, you got to be smart. You got to be no, smarter sure. than sitting somewhere like if you're going to sit sit hard cam side like right beside the camera where you know they're not going to see you or you're going to they'd have to do like that to catch you you know right, right. i mean be you got to be smarter jimmy they were in the impact person. zone though john which is fucking i mean yeah there's no bleachers man right but even still like okay you're in the impact zone so be in the backstage and watch on tv if you're there to support your friends you know um and that's the thing they all know each other even back in the day between wcw and WWE. They used to like cross each other's path. There's there's pictures out there where you see Hogan, Stone Cold, The Rock, all at the same gym, and they all took a photo together, man. And this is at the peak of the yeah. Monday Night Wars. You know what I mean? So I find that a bit shitty, a bit of a you know, like to me when DX were trying to get into the um, into the arena. If you remember mm-hmm. back in the day, if I was WCW at the time, I would have let him in. Well, that's what Eric Bischoff was said. He said before many times. He wasn't there at the building and he was like, Yeah, let him in. Like he would have done it because then that's programming for their TV. Exactly. And, and but <clears throat> it was uh Doug Dillinger at the time, you know, who was running security. He was the head of security, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so he was like, No, we're not gonna do that, and and all that kind of stuff. And so whereas Bischoff wasn't at the building, he, he would have been like, I thought of it, and he said it on his podcast many times. Hell yeah, I'd have done it. Like could you imagine the ratings boost we would have gotten? Oh from my that? god, bro! You know, and that's the time when they needed it too, because yeah, WCW was fading at that time, yeah. and WB was taking over the war. Yeah, they're, they're idiots. I mean, Doug Dillinger, what are you doing, bro? I wish Bischoff yeah. was there. That's why Bischoff came in later on at well, Starcade to challenge Vince, if you remember. Right, but you know, um. everybody fails to remember that it was like ninety three, ninety four when Bischoff actually became the the head of it was ninety three. Yeah, like 94 was official, and right. so he was in charge 94, 95, 96, 97, you know, all the way till 99. Yeah, until Russo you know. came along, and then, then, then back in 2000 when they let go of Russo for a little bit. Um, so yeah, like you know, he he was involved for a very long time on the turnaround of WCW, and so you know, if he would like, and that's the whole that's the shitty part is WWE is a wrestling company. WCW mm-hmm. was a was not a wrestling company. It was a wrestling show on a TV network, right? Mm-hmm. It was, you know, and they they had think about it. WWE didn't really have as, you know, what what did they do? They complained about standards and practices of WCW but then did the same exact Keep thing, right? Bro. Yeah, right? Man. But then it made Turner put standards and practices on WCW hence the milder version of WCW that we saw compared to 96, 97, where they were and going. And that's when it took a big landslide, dude, because of well, that. Yeah. You're right. Well, and I mean, having Mike no Tyson. No blood, too. Well, yeah, having Mike Tyson, having Stone Cold and Vince McMahon, that storyline in and of itself. Who doesn't love the idea of being able to kicking flip off your boss right. and kicking your shit out of him and, and, and taking off? So, uh, but I think. You know, again, this that was the era where you had big stars. I think we have stars now, but again, I think it's we're on the start same level. Nowhere near, bro. Same level, but I think this signing goes to show that 
Um, you know, Triple H is invested in good wrestlers who tell good stories, right? Um, Absolutely. Re Charlotte, regardless of whether you like her or not, is a good wrestler, right? Uh, Dominic has become a great character, right? His wrestling, I, look, what did I say? I How many times did I say Dominic needs time in NXT? And they've done it smartly by giving, hey, we're going to give you the North American title. And so you're going to have to go defend it in NXT. But you're still going to be on Raw. You're still going to be up and down. But guess what? You're going to get some reps in NXT to become better. And he has gotten better in the he ring. He has, dude. He's a decent freaking... He's, he's not the he's worst not, guy in the company, put it that way. No, no. And he's gotten he's gotten more serviceable in the ring. And this is what I said that should have been done from the beginning. He should have been in NXT to begin with, to start. But, you know, like, oh, you can't put him back. No, guess what? Look, we did it. This is what I was saying. You give him a belt. You give him some, something meaningful. You put him in NXT, and you still have him back and forth. And having this now works. Uh, Bailey, you know, I think Bailey's a, a lifer. Um, signing her to a multi multi year deal deal is good, and then uh, Ray. Ray I don't know. What the, yeah, Ray Mysterio. Did I don't you know. Sign as well. Yeah, it was Dominic wow. and Ray, Charlotte and Bailey this week, according to uh, some of the news sources. So Ray is the only one that I'm like. Hmm. Really, you wouldn't have resigned him? I don't know if I'd have resigned him, but I've made it because here's the thing, like. Ray is on the juice, and he's a lot older, right? So he's he's going to have more knee problems. He's going to have more shoulder problems, more surgery problems. I he's he's an attract attraction wrestler, but I can't have him out there every week, right? I can't have him doing if he's going to if he's going to be on my TV. He needs to be that head of the table figure for LWO, which we'll talk about tonight because hmm. some of the things you and I talked about happened. It uh, happened. It did. It happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so um, it, it's one of those things where I think, you know, if he wrestles, it needs to be like once every like three months kind of thing. Or, wow. You know, because, look, he, he needs to start transitioning out of the everyday wrestler role. You it know, doesn't because, look like he wants to, though, man. That's the weird thing. I but I look but I'm okay with him being at, at on the side like he was on the announce table like for Dragon Lee like I'm okay with that aspect of it but him being in the ring on a weekly regular basis like save him for important tent pole pay per views you know Royal Rumble uh, WrestleMania you know SummerSlam Survivor Series save him for those and then everything else or unless it's just a massive storyline but you need that payoff i think ray needs to again you're building the lwo so make him the big boss that they have to fight through everybody else to get to ray you know when you need him you know and well it's funny that you brought up dom and ray because i was just watching before obviously the smack attack an interview that was held because they were just in australia promoting Elimination Perth. Chamber, right? Yeah, yeah, in Perth. And Dom and, and uh, Rhea Ripley were down here for a couple of days. And um, this interview with, with the Shane media was pretty good, man. I, I didn't expect it to be real good because the guy interviewing him, I didn't know who the hell he was, but he was a big wrestling fan. He knew his shit, right? Like, hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. Anyway, the point is he asked him about, uh, asked Dom, you know, who trained you, blah, blah, blah. You know, obviously, was it your dad? And Dom said this, and this was funny because I can picture it. Dom said... You know, at first it was my dad, right? He goes, but then he's like, I can't do this, right? I just can't do it. I can't change. He didn't say why, but I can picture he's probably frustrated, probably wasn't listening properly. 
So he's probably like, oh, fuck this. I can't train you. You're not listening. So he sent him to Jay Lethal. And it was Jay Lethal that actually trained Dom, ironically, which is odd. I wouldn't have expected Jay Lethal to be the guy that trained Dominic, man. Uh, well, I mean, I know Jay Lethal. I, I know uh, Lance Storm. I mean, Lance like, Storm was the other one as well, right? He he bounced around to a couple of different people. Like, I think, I think Ray. That was storyline. That was I think Ray gave him the basics in lucha, but Ray wanted him to learn multiple styles because, like Jay, you know, enough. you know, because think about it, Lance is a very mat based technical wrestler. Um, you know, and then I think uh, Jay Lethal is a good hybrid between lucha and technical. You know, and then and flippy, yeah, and you know, and flippy shit, and and then you have Ray teaching in lucha, right? So you have lucha, then Jay has kind of like flippy technical kind of mixture, and then Lance is a technical wrestler. So you cover a majority of genres, and where you could wrestle anybody with those three guys training you in those three different forms. You know, so then therefore you figure out what you want to be in between that because dom's not really a full lucha wrestler no nah, like, no he's way more you know american style yeah when it comes like, to his wrestling. he's wwe style with a touch of lucha involved um I mean, right exactly yeah so i mean um he's like how can you call it like an american spanish sort of way it's in spanglish. english oh wow, yes yeah. we call it spanglish. yeah but that's talking that's talking but i'm so i'm talking it, it about can apply to, apply to wrestling fair enough Spanglish, then it is, yeah. but basically that's what he does. You know what I mean? That's how Dom wrestles. You know what I mean? So that's nah. Look, Dom's not the greatest in ring worker, but man, like, like I was saying, he's not the he's definitely not the worst, and he actually gets it. And he also admits on this interview that you know he's had a different to other people coming through, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. So and he goes, he's blessed. You know what I mean? And that uh, you know he understands why people get jealous, right? Per se. Because you have to go through the indies and whatnot. And, you know, it's not his fault that he's friggin', you know, his dad is a legend. Hence yeah. why he's got, a, you know, himself into WWE the, the way he has. I mean, I, I'm not hating him for that. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. He is who he is. Right. Right. You know, but I, I think overall, I think these four signings are, you know, there's nothing egregious about them. Uh, Ray, depending on what the details are, that's the only one I'm like, kind of interested in. Like, what are the details on something like that? I don't know. Um, but uh, last thing I want to talk to you about, Jimmy, is uh, this week, I don't know if you saw this or not, I tend to follow business stuff a lot more than some people, partially because of my dad and what he, he he's brought me up or whatever. But I don't know if you saw this or not. Warner Brothers Discovery and Paramount yes, I now did see this. I talked yep. about maybe doing a merger. And, and if uh, that happens, it smells like AOL and, and Time Warner all over again, bro. Is it, though? I mean, because here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. It Why doesn't does look good for AEW if it does happen. I'm telling oh, you, yeah. dude. No, it doesn't at all. Uh, because here's the thing. The, the talks about Warner Brothers getting WWE rights have cooled down. Right, we haven't heard any much else after that. After our last week's conversation, there really hasn't right. been much there. Now there's this conversation, so that maybe Warner Discovery is like, well, let's let's talk about this because here's what this does for Warner. People are like, why, why, what does this do? This allows Warner Discovery to have a foothold on network TV. They now own the CBS and Viacom, you know, franchise. 
so and now it's like a race between other networks to own everything too man it's weird right because now you think about mm. okay now think about the the scope of the streaming aspect of this now because you have paramount plus plus paramount network plus cbs like the network for the cable aspect of this would be massive right i mean absolutely huge um and 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 like i mean it it is serious um you know the there's you know I, like this is i think this is why warner brothers discovery is doing this is because they want a look i don't care what you say network tv is network tv at the end of the day it's free man it's free people are Legitly cutting costs free. Right. You know, and, and they are going to want to have that aspect. Then you have things like, you know, the like NCAA tournament. You have college basketball. That's on CBS, football. right? Right. Yeah. These are all CBS things that you could get, you know, for, you know, I mean, think about NFL Sunday football, right? On CBS. I mean, and, and how, like, now think about this. You have Paramount. Paramount, you have Paramount Plus, uh, you know, Max, Peacock, you know, something. I mean, the amount of things that would be, you know, added to this is, is it makes them a massive streamer, right? You know, Absolutely. You know, it, it, and I mean, and then this also does this, right? You think about the kids networking you get. So with Paramount, Warner Brothers would benefit from Looney Tunes, Harry Potter, Nickelodeon, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And is the Cartoon um, Network also part of um, uh, Time Warner Discovery? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, SpongeBob, you know, is all part of that, um, and 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 that's the. I mean, there's a lot going on here. Uh, it is. Paramount has Mission Impossible. Top Gun and uh, oh, I mean, let's not even talk about the fact Star Trek is right there, right? <laughs> Paramount right, built right. Paramount Plus off Star Trek's library alone, right? That's the reason why Paramount Plus started was because they had all the rights to all of the Star Trek uh, TV shows and were able to build a streaming network based off the backbone of Star Trek. You can't tell me that's not worth something, right? Oh, absolutely is. You know, um, and then of course, Paramount, you have Yellowstone, which is just massive. And, and, um, you know, who doesn't want a piece of that? Um, I mean, there's a lot here that Warner Brothers gets out of it. Now, here's the other problem, though, Jimmy the amount of debt this would create, the amount of debt well, that this would create that both companies already have, you know, um. They must have a plan in place, though, if it was to happen, though. I mean, what would happen? I mean, look at even Endeavor is in debt once this merger yeah. happened. So, yeah. And I mean, but, it's, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's, it's TV business, though, too. Like, debt is a part of the TV business, per se. Right. Because of how they cook their books and everything like that. You know, like, movies That's make I mean, how five. How get away with this shit, bro? Like, really? I don't they, know. They, they... A movie makes one point two billion dollars and it's not profitable, right? I mean, yeah, it doesn't make like, sense to me, dude. Like, it just it it's bizarre to me. Yeah, uh, like, how does it, this shit work? Is this all write off somehow, dude? I don't even know. 
I don't even know. Yeah, I think some of it is the amount of debt you have. Well, that's right what off. it feels but like, dude. I agree with you. Retro Rocket, the Farty Preacher TV show, needs to be there. They they need to have that on this <laughs> if they're going to make the merger. Um. So, uh, hey, hey, Chris, I see your question, but we're going to talk about your question when we get into SmackDown. Um, but right. I, I look, I like where you're at with this, and we're definitely going to talk about it. Um, but and we'll get to the show in a second, and we'll, we'll remind me of your question later. We'll get to that segment. And we'll talk about it. Uh, but I think I think this this is just that same idea though of like Warner Brothers Discovery has become this giant, you know, um, like they're trying to rival goal movement. Right. Yeah, but they're trying to rival Disney, right? Because Disney owns just about everything. They yeah, own but can, can they? Fox. But they want to sell off ESPN apparently too. Disney. No, they don't. From what I hear, no. At one point, it seemed like they were considering no. it. No, they, so they what they've done is they've merged ESPN Plus with Hulu Live Sports. Oh, have they? Yeah. Really? So, like, I didn't know you that. Could, you can watch. Apparently, you can watch ESPN on Hulu now. Like, oh, wow. so because you know, the, it, it didn't make sense to have Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. So it sounds so, like they're trying to merge everything into one streaming platform. But Hulu is still around, correct? As Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hulu is still Hulu. And they is, have access to Is the to WB all show that. still there? If you remember, they show Raw and SmackDown like a day later or something like that. Uh, I don't think they are. Not anymore? Okay. No, because remember, it's because now uh, Disney is the controlling uh, operator of Hulu. Um, okay. Uh, it, it when did they get Hulu? Uh, oh, a while back. It's been okay, they've right. been they've had because remember it was a Disney NBC Universal kind of joint project right and then basically Disney just kind of gave pushed NBC Universal out they gave them enough money to go here you go we want this now <laughs> and so that's that's when you started seeing the buzzles for like Hulu Disney and ESPN where it's like twelve ninety nine for Disney Plus ESPN Plus and Hulu right and then deal. now now they're starting to do Hulu has live sports. And they're basically taking ESPN programming and putting it on Hulu for live sports. So, and and then they showed this week that you can watch ESPN on Hulu. So, cool. like That's Sports Center and cool. stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it's more of the ESPN plus the streaming for ESPN in general. Like, just keeping it all under one roof is more of what they're trying to work with. So, well, it definitely feels like a race to to earn as much and yeah. as many networks as possible, dude. I mean, it feels yeah. that way. Yeah, that's that's I think. It goes back. Well, I mean, let's be honest, Joe, Jimmy. Like four or five companies own most of the media rights and well, broadcasting yeah. rights <laughs> it's true. in the entire it's world. So, I mean, you know, it's now just, we're just now seeing it in real life and going, oh yeah, the entire world too, bro. Because mm -hmm. funny enough, like the, our networks here, our free-to-air networks, our network televisions, is owned by CB, like Channel Ten, for example, which is one of the bigger uh, network television um, channels, is owned by CBS. Right, and NBC, like all all the American companies, own the Australian ones, and actually, like Rupert Murdoch owns Fox. He's right. Australian that owns like a lot of American stuff too. So and British, and British, yeah, all of the British shit. Sky, all the Sky platform over there, their their cable provider is all owned by by Murdoch as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. newspapers, mind you. <laughs> oh, did you know the Washington Times? Uh that you know who owns the Washington Times? 
Um, I don't actually, but I should know this because uh, anyway, yeah, go continue. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was it's the Moonies, you know, that cult from uh, what? Uh, no, yeah, yeah, the cult. They uh, own the Washington Post. Yeah, uh, well, at Times, I think. Oh, Washington Times on Post, right? Post is bigger though, I think. Yeah, they? but yeah, no, the Washington Times, founded in May 17, 1982, by Unification Church leader Sun Moon uh, Myung Moon. Actually, so, what? Say that name again. Uh, Sun Myung Moon. So the Moonies. He's Asian. Yeah. Do you not know about the Moonies? Uh, refreshing me a little bit. Okay, so the Moonies is this cult in like Korea, and it, it's uh, Sun Myung Moon is this. Oh, is, is their the guy with long hair? It, uh, no, but he is the guy. They have those mass uh like weddings, right? Okay, it's him and right. his wife, and they'll have like thousands of people doing this mass weddings at a time. Um, and uh, it's it's look, just, look him up because I, I should mean, know him. Sun Moon yeah, but look look up Unification Church is the name of it. Oh, uh, I found I found Sung Young Moon. But... Yeah, okay. Sung Young Moon in Seoul, Korea. Like they have these giant like, and he's a reverend. Yeah, what the hell, dude? Uh, um, sorry, I'm just reading. He's 92 years old. Oh no, he died in 2012, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like his family and 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 everything this is this is a cult and it's it's wild so i know we've had a lot of religion talk today because we did farty preacher uh -huh. now we're doing a cult of the moonies but if you're interested in the moonies go check them out they're they're wild they're um like i'm talking stadium full of people for mass wedding only in korea though oh they're uh, used to the united states says here too though yeah yeah they have some uh yeah reverend and they supported they supported Richard Nixon as well yeah. during the Westgate scandal. I mean, the Watergate scandal. Yeah. Sorry. What the hell, man? That's yeah. Oh yeah, the Washington Times. You're right. That's strange, dude. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it. And so... now, what about right now? Is the Washington Times still owned by the Moonies? Yeah. Even it's, though he it... passed away. Well, I mean, because they put it under the holding company for the church. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. That's weird, dude. It is kind of weird, actually. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised the American government would actually allow that in many ways. We allow, like, we allow foreign countries to own, like, a whole shit ton of farmland. Oh, no, dude. of course. Absolutely. But someone like him in particular, though, he's kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. That's whatever. Be because it says here, like, from what I was reading, he did go up against the American government at one stage. It says yeah. the United States versus... Sun Moon Yoon. Um, and he was convicted in the United States of filing false federal income tax returns and conspiracy. Ah, interesting. <laughs> he was released on good behavior to a halfway house, though. He must have paid his way out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like 100%. Money talks, bullshit walks, John. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um... Hang on, look it up something real quick. No, go for it. Uh, uh, who the hell is this? Uh, oh, I guess it's probably a bot. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Warm, warm Earth Qu Quakeb, whatever the fuck. 
Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Okay, uh, we'll get started with, uh, yeah, you're talking about the warm earthquake, yeah, and I can't apparently get rid of it for some reason because it's on Twitch. It's apparently... Uh, yeah. Are we on Hamin Twitch or your Twitch? My Twitch. You'd have to go into your Twitch literally to get rid of it probably, but uh, who cares anyway? They're just spammers. Fuck it. Not worried about it. Um, anyway, uh, anyway, let's 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 talk last night's tape smackdown, not live. Um, and it felt tape, bro. I'm not gonna yeah, lie, it really did, but that's okay. Sometimes tape shows are the best shows. Um, because uh, last night was December 22nd, 2023. Uh, they were again at the Roche Center and Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> Wisconsin, <nice>. Wisconsin, uh, <laughs> Green Bay, oh, you know. Jesus. Yeah, man. Why do they sound more Canadian? I was saying this to Chris Willand actually when I heard him speak. Mm -hmm. He sounded exactly the way you just spoke. Yeah. He's like, I know, eh? Yeah, well, that, that's <laughs> because like, it's, uh, like, you know, that whole area just kind of like, I have cousins in Minnesota who sound the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you know I've them. met a few Minnesotans and they don't sound as, as hardcore as Wisconsinans or if that's such a thing. It, it sound, dude. Well, no, I mean, even, but if you live further north in Minnesota, because you're close to the Canadian border, you can sound super hardcore. So Canadian. they sell out, it looks like, huh? they become yeah. Canadian. I yeah. mean, no shit. Me, Chris, uh, Chris Ames, and Chris Whelan did a show together, right? Okay. And I was laughing, right? Because I'm like, why the fuck does an American sound more Canadian than you, Chris? What's going yeah. on here? You know what I mean? Like, what? He goes, yeah, yes. that's true. Chris okay. likes to remind you that he did spend two years in Los Angeles, California. So. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I guess. I mean, look, I don't know if you heard uh, the skirmish this past week, but he was he's in Florida right now, for example, right? right? And he drove from the top, of, yeah. you know, from the bottom of Canada because, you know, he's on the lower end. Yeah. All the way down to the bottom tip of the U.S., man. That That's a fucking long drive, bro. He stopped in Nashville for a little bit. He that's did. He did. Now that makes that. me confident because I was thinking of driving to Perth, which is completely from coast to coast, literally. Yeah. Right. And then I'm like, nah, fuck that. You got to go through the desert. What happens if shit goes wrong? There's no one out there. You know what I mean? But Chris doing it like from Canada to, to Florida gives me like some confidence. Maybe I will drive. I don't know. But that's a long yeah, but drive, there's a, right? But there's a lot more stops and a lot more life between... Yeah, no, there's here. nothing like in the take, middle of a sh dude. I'm telling you, there's nothing. Take that fucking like sleeper train that takes three days to get across. Nah, fuck that, bro. Oh, yeah, nah. dude. dude. I'll either no, fly dude. there. I'll either fly there, or I'll. Or That's I'll the drive. ultimate in pimp. That's the ultimate in pimp, Jimmy. Like, nah, it's too long, dude. It, it'll drive me nuts, train, bro. That'd be awesome. I don't know. I'll think about it. I mean, still, I got to get tickets first of all, and apparently, it's close to a sellout. Mm. Very close. We'll see, That's though, nice. man, what happens. I don't even know why they went to Perth of all places to do this. I mean, it's odd to me yeah. because it's usually Melbourne or Sydney that have, you know, the television shit. Yeah, because like I said, there's no, are there, there's not really any international flights into Perth, right? No, there isn't. There Actually, there's only the only one way, like from the US, right? So basically you're going from LAX or there's also from, uh, what's it called? Um, the JF. The JFK, the, the, the Kennedy Airport in New York, bro. What's it called again? Uh, JFK. Our, yeah, JFK, right. <laughs> Duh. Anyway, there's one way to from there, from New York to Melbourne and Sydney, and LAX from to Melbourne or Sydney. Yeah. One way, right? So like, and then from example, there, you got to go to Perth. Like, for example, if I, I, I typed in DFW to Perth, right? 
Um, and I, I put stop. You have to go through LAX. Still, yeah, there's, there's not, uh, there's no non-stops. Let's say one stop or fewer, right? Okay. So I have no. I would have a. I can go DFW to Melbourne with a two and a half, two hour and five minute stop there in Melbourne before I get to Perth. Uh, yeah, you, that's what you do. You will literally. Is, is there one way though from where you are to Melbourne? It's one without stop. any stops. Oh yeah, so one direct flights without yeah. having to stop anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, there's a a Sydney. There's a twelve hour layover in Sydney. There's a three hour layover in Melbourne. Why twelve um, hours in Sydney but three hours in Melbourne? That's weird. Yeah, it just I guess the times and connections. There's one that's a but a Melbourne and Sydney hour, at the same time. Well, well, there's a six hour. It depends on what the flight's leaving from there. Because there's another one that's a six hour layover in Sydney. Then I could do this. Uh, there is uh, a DFW to Perth where there's a four hour and ten minute stop in in Hamad International. I guess that's in Doha, Qatar. That's an that overnight layover. Um, oh, there's fuck a, that. A, another 12 two hour and 55 minute uh layover in um sydney and then if i fly emirates there is a dubai and a 14 hour and 45 minute layover in dubai and let's see these are all one stops all right one stop yeah i'll go the one way man to melbourne or sydney and then from there you catch a plane to perth yeah um that's how it is and dubai Yes, yeah. it is. John's reading it right now from the US. Yeah. Cheaper. No, no. It's if there's stops, it's it's through the UAE, and then to 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 here. But otherwise, like, you can go one most, way. Yeah, like so. Like for me, most of us would be, I would be flying West Coast. You know, so like right. I think because you're, you're in Texas, so it makes sense to go to right. LAX. Yeah. Right. Well, I, w- I wouldn't stop at LAX unless I do more than one stop. If I want to do right, if I only wanted one stop, it's going to be DFW to like Perth or whatever. The ones that I have that I imagine that are stopping in uh, Doha or Dubai, those are going east, right? Because they're you're stopping there, and because um, that's a 39 hour travel day. Uh, for that but like yeah so like it's a 25 the shortest trip is 25 hours um one way or one to way Perth, you're talking about yeah to get to perth with a stop is 25 with a stop hours. in melbourne or sydney right uh yeah let me or see you're, or through doha uh sydney yeah sydney sydney no okay. if i go to like dubai or doha it's 39 hours that's almost 40 hours to go to Perth through Dubai, Doha is thirty-five out. Uh, no, yeah, thirty-five hours or thirty hours. Fuck that, man. See, I'd go one way. Really, it's a sixteen-hour flight technically from the US to Australia. But I don't know what the the, the delay is. But Perth is just—it's the most isolated city in the world. It truly is, bro. Yeah. There's no connection. Like yeah, like I said, you have to stop over on the east coast here. Which is either Melbourne or Sydney because they're the two biggest airports anyway. Yeah. Um, and then from there to go to Perth, which takes another what I think four hours to fly. As a matter of fact, to Perth, right? Which is a fair freaking plane ride, dude. Yeah. So, like for example, the if I want the uh, the cheapest flight, it's this is now mind you round trip flying mm-hmm. economy on Qantas. Um, it is uh one thousand eight hundred and forty seven dollars. 
That's for me to fly economy um, with the one stop that's 12 hours in Sydney. Now, if I want the best departure, best departing flight, it's 24 hours. It's one stop for the two hours and five minutes in Melbourne, and it is uh, $1,904 round trip, and that's flying economy. That's more expensive. Um, so uh, it's only $100 more, or no, $50 more. Um, that's all that's, right. I'll, I'll go for that. <laughs> but personally. do I want to fly economy? Do I want to sit in a tank can wow. now? But if you go, let's say you make the change to premium economy, right? Um, probably boosted by 300 bucks at least. 300? What? 300? 500. 7,000. The cheapest what? flight is $7,091 to fly no, premium no. economy. To go what? from economy to premium economy is a come on, bro. $6,000 difference. Why? On Qantas. But why? That's confusing. I mean, it's not that much of a difference, is it? Uh, apparently, be, it, there's, it's that much because you get more space and such like that. Now, you want to have some real fun with this? <laughs> you want to be a baller? You mm. want to know what it is to fly uh, uh, business on a oh, uh, 15, 15 grand? Uh, wait, hang on. Let me change it to price. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Give me, uh, you're saying 15 for now there are for premium economy. There's only one airline. It was Qantas okay. <laughs> on for this. There's three airlines, uh, Emirates, Qatar and Qantas. So, okay. There's none United. There's no United flights. Cause there mm. used to be a lot of United flights here. I used to see them all the oh. time. Okay. Interesting. Um, Okay, fifteen. I'm going to stick with at fifteen. United DFW is the hub for uh, American, so probably like there might be more options if I pick uh, like more than one stop because you could probably fly United to another hub to get to Melbourne. Yeah, no, so it's you, too much. Yeah, no. I'll draw, so, I'll go one way. <laughs> like easy. All right. So uh, Emirates, Qatar, and Qantas, and they're all expensive airlines. God damn it. So, but they're three of the best airlines in saying that. So, who do you who do you say is the cheapest? Oh, that's a tough one, man, because they're very similar. So, what was it? It was uh, it was um, it was Qantas, Emirates, Qantas, and and Qantas has got to be the cheapest. Oh, Qatar, I'll say is the cheapest. Uh, actually, Emirates is the cheapest at fourteen thousand one hundred and forty-seven dollars. Emirates is usually like. Pretty premium, dude. Yeah. Well, there you go. I was close. Uh, yo, you're in the ballpark because yeah, you're 15. Right. Uh, Qatar is the next cheapest with uh fourteen thousand one hundred and ninety six dollars, and then Qantas, their cheapest is fourteen thousand eight hundred and thirty, but they jump all the way up to eighteen thousand three hundred and sixty seven. What? Yeah. Eighteen. Yeah. Now, mind you, I have the dates as January twenty eighth to February tenth. I didn't. Yeah, pick a well, date. I just, I just put in that and check. Well, February is is uh you know elimination chamber, so it could yeah. have something to do with that. Because I know the the local flights from here to Perth is going to be well, you way higher. Your biggest cost is flying over international on that. Now, for shits and giggles, Jimmy, mm-hmm. for shits and giggles, let's fly first class. <laughs> First, I can only imagine. 
first tell me what you think the cost of flying first class is all right so we're talking about um you know around 15 grand now for um business what was that what for business yeah. okay first class 25 okay or it's 22 20... 22 actually it's i'll it's say 27 631 Ooh. and Shit. there's only one airline flying first Quantum? class no emirates yeah yeah felt like emirates fuck that's yeah. a lot dude i don't yeah. give a fuck first class or not come on man who in their right mind would pay so, that sort of money to if i remember though fly. that's that's the emirates that like you fly in first class where you have like the cabin where you have a full bed and shit oh that would like, be fucking sick though i mean yeah. imagine having a full bed like set up yeah oh, or, like I mean, they call the apartment it's worth and it. stuff like that like well like, you can have your own like space just say you're with your missus whatever right is it just you and her for example like it would just be you and she'd have her, but you could eventually. It's an individual suite, is what they're calling. Wow. It. And they no show shit. a bed. Like they show like the bed logo. So like you can there. see it right now. You can see what it looks like. Uh I can't see I can see the 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 things that they offer for the flight. Um now it does have a twenty one hour and ten minute layover in Dubai. Twenty one hour. Yeah. For twenty seven G's? For 27 G's. Uh, I'd be like, come on, buddy. 27 grand I'm paying. I don't want no layover. Yeah. So, see, the so when you go from, um, let's see. So, Dallas. Okay, that's the return. So, so Perth to Dubai is an Airbus. A, oh, that's the return flight. Okay, my bad. Let me let me look at this. Um we're only looking at one ways here all the time, right? No, I'm looking at round trip. Okay. I'm looking at round trip. Uh, okay, so Dallas to Dubai, right? So that means I'm going east because mm -hmm. there's no way they're going to find right. me west. Why? Why would I They'd go to... past Perth and then come back? Oh, no, 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 no. You're right. No, you're going from the west in the US to east. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, no, no, you get me like one, one end of the Pacific to the other, like basically. Yeah. So it oh, says so from west to east. Yeah. So and then west to Australia, Western Australia, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. All right. So it says individual suite for the Dallas Fort Worth International DFW to Dubai. And that is on a Boeing 777. I didn't know mm -hmm. that they had an individual suite there on that one, but it is Emirates. So, you know. Um, then you have a 14 hour and 45 minute layover in dubai uh which is an overnight layover and then you leave at 2 45 a.m so you leave 11 30 a.m dfw and arrive at 12 p.m in dubai 14 hour layover you leave at 2 45 a.m at dubai it's a 10 hour and 35 minute flight to perth and you you're on an airbus a380 one, uh, one way without stopping in melbourne or sydney yeah okay yeah. so you go to dubai to perth directly interesting that's uh, all right and then you have an individual uh, suite on-demand videos all that kind of stuff now that's that's to get there um let's for shits and giggles let's look at the return trip hmm. you leave perth at 10 20 p.m you get into dubai uh 11 hour and five minutes later flying overnight at 5 25 a.m 
you have a 21 hour and 10 minute layover in Dubai. And then you leave at 2.35 a.m. from Dubai and you get into DFW overnight at 8.55 a.m. And those also say Airbus and 737 with the individual suites. So, All right, look, if you get the individual suites, it's probably, you know, you won't mind as much. I guess it wouldn't matter how long it takes to get there because you're just balling, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you've got your own little hotel room practically, like on, on a plane, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty yeah. awesome. So here's what it says for economy, just to rate the difference. Above average leg room, 32 inches, and then you have Wi-Fi. Yeah. So I want to see premium economy just to see what it says. Um, Because if if in economy, oh, no. How how do you mean no options? We did premium economy. Are you looking at Qantas? That was Qantas, but wasn't it? Yeah. And wasn't Qantas the only one offering premium economy? Right. I don't understand why it's that must be a new sort of is it a new tier maybe oh no no hang on i still i was because i was looking at first class or whatever okay because <laughs> right. i only had first class okay economy if i go Qantas above average leg room 32 um in seat power all that fun stuff qatar average leg room 31 inches emirates is above average 32 that is for so if I want to fly, here's here's the kicker, right? Qatar is two grand to fly because I told you about Qantas. Emirates is three grand, and then there is a. I don't know why there's one that for Qantas that's a three. It's it's the most expensive at thirty eight. But economy, let's go premium economy. That was that was economy. All right, let's see why Qantas is the only one extra reclining seat. Okay, oh, so wow. really. Yeah, yeah. That's um, the difference. Yeah. So uh, you're on a 780, uh, Boeing 8787 from DFW Sydney. And then from Sydney to Perth, you're on an Airbus A330. And I get oh. average legroom. And uh, <laughs> that's the don't... biggest plane, isn't it? And they're only giving you average. No, no. The, the 380 is the biggest plane. That's what I said. Isn't that what you just mentioned? The no, three, it's a 330. Oh, a 330. sorry. I thought you said the 380. That's why. Yeah. No. No, the uh, seven, seven, eight, seven, 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 sevens. You get extra reclining, but yeah. So you're getting shafted on the back end, literally, uh, bro. Um, okay, so here's the one that's more expensive, like at the back end. That's seven thousand six hundred. You oh. get a Boa seven eight seven on both trips, um, and oh, it says often delayed by thirty minutes for this Qantas flight. Um, for both ends of it, going into Melbourne and going into Perth, and it's you get extra reclining for both seats. So apparently, they're cutting you a deal by six hundred dollars if you fly the seven thousand ninety-one dollar one because you're only getting average leg room for the second flight, not the first one. So that's a bit of a hike, man. Like yeah. I don't know if it's worth it, really. I'm not, but I'm not uh, no, but Cold Blooded said they should make standing room planes. No fucking way, bro. Not if you're going from the US to Australia. You're not going to want to stand up for that long. No Mm-mm. fucking way. Yeah. Can you imagine that? You'll start losing yeah. your mind. Yeah. And people are talking about, oh, four, four hours. Um, yeah. No, it's, it's, Australia is fucking big. It like, is. It's just, uh, the US and Australia is very similar in size. It's just a little bit smaller than the US, actually. Yeah. In terms of size. Mm hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> Retro yeah. Rocket Review. Standing room plans. You must be watching the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, like, sorry, cold blooded, but he's kind of right. <laughs> yeah. I've look, I've flown on private planes where you could stand and you don't want to do that. It's not no. fun. No, it's Fuck not fun that. at all. All right. Well, uh, look, shit, we've got 130 and I've got shit to do. So let's uh Oh let's, shit, have we? Let's talk yeah, we have. Let's is talk this the Smackdown. longest we've spoken about shit without actually talking SmackDown? No, I think it we, is. We did it last week. We went about 130. How long and... did we get? Did we? Oh, wow. Because we used to talk yeah. for an hour on average, bro, previously. Yeah. Well, you know, we've now been... It's, yeah. it's expanding every every it's week, slowly, slowly. Like my waistline. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Me too. Don't worry. All right. Uh, all right. So last night, December 22nd to 23, as we said, in the Rouge Center in Wisconsin, Green Bay, on um, it was a tape show. On commentary was Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Kevin Patrick. We start off the show with highlights from last week's show with AJ Styles and all that. And then AJ comes out to the ring um, and they do this opening promo, blah, 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 blah. And all these three guys like are talking about how they all want Roman Reigns and they all have a right to it. But look, LA Knight does say this. He's like, hey, the bloodline took out AJ. The bloodline took out Orton. I'm bulletproof. Uh-uh, you can't touch me. Um, um, you, you could join me for the ride, but I get Roman first. And so they're yin-yang and arguing about this. And then finally... Out comes good old Nikki Boy Aldis, who wasn't on the show at all last week, uh, but he made yeah, it on the that's tape odd, show this man. week. Yeah, but, but, but he was in the building, so why didn't they use him last week? And then I don't know, I don't know, because anyway. uh, I guess they were setting up for this week because you know he comes out and he says, "Hey, you each have a claim to face Roman, and so we're going to get an opportunity next." So next week, oh no, two weeks, it's the New Year's Revolution, SmackDown New Year's Revolution, because um, with New Year's Day being on a Monday, they day are one, right. well, yeah, they're making that you know raw day one, and they are making like a whole week out of it. I, they showed in programming later, like yeah, NXT is going to be a thing, and then they're going to have the best of the bump. They're going to have all these things uh, leading up to Friday, Friday night SmackDown, New Year's Revolution. It's going to so, be a big week during that week because essentially they're making former pay per views like the names into Raws and SmackDowns, like New Year's right. Revolution and Day One, obviously, yeah. for Raw. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be pretty pretty cool. I think I'm expecting big things from both those shows. It, it, it works, especially with Raw being on New Year's Day. Now, we know these are taped Perfect. shows, right? right? I mean, they're going to be – maybe SmackDown Wait, New Year's Revolution will be – I don't think – no, no, I think those ones are live. They're, they're, they've got the week off now, right? Oh, okay. They were taped. And then they're going back live from the first. Okay. If you remember last year or the year before, day one was a pay-per-view and they yeah. did it on New Year's Day live as well. Okay. So Okay. So yeah, like so when they must have they must have started like this Friday being off and Monday being off, and then they'll be back next the that Monday for New Year's. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that, that's what makes sense. If this is a tape show and then because obviously Raw is going to be taped Monday because that's Christmas Day, right? And so, mm. oh, wait a minute. No, yeah. yeah, they've already taped it. Yeah, sorry, they they taped yeah. Raw this past Monday, like right. they did that's SmackDown, right? Right. Yeah. 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 So they gave the, those guys who have on SmackDown this Friday off because Raw's getting Monday off, and then right, exactly. And then if it was Vince, these that. guys, these shows would have been live, like. You know, shut off the bat if Vince was still in charge. Yeah. yeah. And and can I just touch on AJ Styles? Does it feel like his old TNA sort of fucking gimmick? I had those vibes, bro. 
No, he's lost running TNA. You know, here's here's where I'm getting. Here's what I get the vibe from, like because of what he's wearing and everything along those lines. It he was feels like the shit. Even in TNA. Hang on, hang on, it feels like he's doing a, a light Malachi Black because of the, mm. the the thing with the hood and the you know wearing the open robe with no shirt and all that kind of stuff, and it's black and he's just all blacked out, you know, and everything like that. It's kind of a it to me. It's kind of a like I have to see more to say that. I'm not going to say that's you know based off of what he's stuff. done, and then like before the main event, how he dressed and talked. Uh, not the way he talked per se, but like how he dressed and you know everything along those lines. Is it um, safe to say he's a heel even at this point? Uh, see, that's where I think because and we'll talk about that later. We'll we'll talk about okay, that. Later. All right. Yeah, because we had this, and then because we're seeing the seeds of it, because he says, "Hey, I'll see you in my New Year's Revolution. If you get close to the ring during my match against Solo, I'll take you out too." Now, here's my problem. <clears throat> here's my problem. Whether you're turning him heel or not, AJ is not the person to threaten to take out people. <laughs> yeah, he's never been that type of guy. Let's be honest to you, man. Never. You'd never hear him say that shit. No, I mean, um, I had a problem with the, with them doing the whole. Rich Holland hurting somebody again in the ring with Ilya the Dragon off this week. I saw the highlight of that, and I'm like, "Really, y'all are fucking doing that again with Rich Holland?" Like, yeah, for fuck's sake, don't like stop it with that kid. No, no, stop it. Like, and I mean, like this is where at times it doesn't make sense. Like, I get AJ's jacked and all that still, but AJ's. AJ's the smallest of the three guys in those rings, and he's not the one to be threatening to take people out. No, it's not. It's not in his character to be that way. No, yeah. Like I can see Randy saying something like that, and absolutely saying it in a way like, "Hey, look, man, I have no problem with you. You know, we all want Roman, but like tonight, if you come at me, I'm gonna take you out because you're in my way." Like I can see him doing it in that chill, like AJ doing this. It it just no. That's because the order's methodical, you know what I mean? He he doesn't have to scream, he just yeah. he'll say it just in a normal tone, but he means it, you know what I mean? And I didn't AJ watch AJ doesn't come believable. And I didn't watch him in TNA, so I don't know. Like Oh, well, his TNA is exactly the same, dude. He's okay. his final run in TNA, literally, just before he, he went to New Japan. I'm telling you, bro, it's it's pretty much exactly the same. The only difference is he's wearing a black leather jacket. If I can remember correctly, not I saw some weird. of that in 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 New Japan where he was wearing a black leather jacket. But yeah, like, yeah, that was, came from his TNA but he uh, was, version. But he was uh, he was Bullet Club, so he's always wearing black in New Japan. So right. you know that's why I'm like uh, I don't see whatever with this you know to compare to TNA. Um, so then um, we go to commercial break. We come back to Bianca, Shotzi, Zelina, and Mishin riding a. Uh, riding the tank and then shooting his thing because we're going to have a holiday havoc match, an eight woman tag match where you could do all kinds of shit. And um, mm. yeah, look, I didn't like this dude. Oh, uh, like, first of all, he sucked. <laughs> these eight people have been on my screen for so long now. Oh my God, bro. I'm They're the judgment good. day of Raw here for SmackDown. I'm talking about the women. But they're they're it's but at least the Judgment Day are somewhat yeah I'm, things I'm, they, that are entertaining and I'll, uh, I'm actually entertained whole, by them now right the R Truth thing like you well, that's know, brilliant this, dude I like, love that past week where he 
you know, Peach JD, <laughs> man, uh, that was fucking great, man. I love uh, it. Look, dude. look, I'm look, and it told a lot of story, man. That match, yeah. believe it or not, you know, it was no. great. It was well done. And fucking, our truth is fifty-one, dude. Fifty-one, and he looks like like that dude is gonna. He's immortal. I'm telling dude, you, dude, uh, man, he's immortal. Say what you will about Truth, man, but he truly is Teflon, bro. Mm-hmm. Like legitly Teflon. I mean, you cannot. You can try to ruin this guy. He would. It doesn't matter what you do. He will run with it and absolutely kick it right out of the park, dude. Oh yeah, he just he's he. Look, you can't tell me you don't love our truth. You can't. You can't watch that and watch him on your screen and go, you know, I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Retro Rocket Review. What he said was fucking funny as hell. <laughs> Well, they always do these miracle on 34th Street bullshit, yeah. man. I hate that crap, dude. Didn't they do that on Raw? Uh, 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 oh, oh, yeah, there you go. It, yeah, exactly. That's, that's fucking too good. Look, and yes, Cold Blooded, they did do it on Raw, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did, that's why. Yeah. But yeah, he does look like He Man when you think about it, right? Just give him like the carrot top hair, hair instead mm. and give hey, him look. more of a bob. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I I have now determined that I'm no longer a gentleman in the streets and a freak in the sheets. Um, <laughs> I am now He Man in the streets and Skeletor yeah. in the sheets. Oh yeah, Skeletor. Because you know why? Because there's some <laughs> hoes in this house. Oh, wait, uh, my my equipment's off. I was gonna go. Bah, 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 bah. Because there's some hoes <laughs> in this house. Um, hoes. Yeah. Agreed. Ron Killings is the comeback king of 2024. Um, agreed. Um, He's anyway, this was this was this was this was dumb. You know, it was um, first of all okay because Jimmy, you and I talked about this last week, right? We talked about Mishin, right? Is she with the Good Brothers or not? She comes out. She's not in anything Good Brothery at all. She's just kind of in her own gear. She's doing her thing. You have. Uh, Zelina coming out in the LWO shirt. You have Shotzi oh, doing her thing, and you have Bianca doing her thing. And so you have in this the and 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 the only reason why this was here was to get Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, the yeah. witches, uh, involved because now the Kabuki Warriors are going after tag titles. So of course they have to interfere um, to introduce them. That hey, by the way. We haven't forgot about these two, but we forgot about them. So <laughs> we're going to put them in this match to reintroduce them because we haven't done shit with them for the last six months. Uh, I mean, or four Very months cool. at least. At least four, right? It's um, probably not that long, but it feels like that. Oh, anyway. no, it's been that long. Really? Okay. Oh, it's been that long, Jimmy. Because well, I mean, after think... they dropped the titles, what, what have they done? They haven't done shit since they dropped the titles, Jimmy. I think there was a couple of vignettes here and there, you know, right? Buyer, but, blah blah blah. Yeah, whatever the fuck. vignettes. What is that's nothing. Like they, yeah, oh well, yeah. So okay, let's let's do that. So then, uh, and then let's give the win to the four ladies who are in a faction. Why I you had mean? no idea. I guess this is to plant the seeds of the breakup, right? That's what they'll tell you, but. You're right. But remember, that's not the case because last week they showed that vignette where they're stronger together, Jimmy. I because know. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, 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 I'm confused, I bro. I, look, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. So, 
Huh. Anyway, so this is over and done with. Lazy. Moving on. It, it, it was just, it was a gimmick match. We had the mist. We had the pumpkin pie. We had the tree. And, you know, oh, no, it's the tree. Uh, um, after this match, we have Jimmy Uso's backstage with Solo. He tells Solo's, he knows that the was pressure uh, when you're out there. And you have to call an audible. Roman is sitting down and asks uh, Heyman who the spectator matter is. And he says, Nick Aldis. And Roman says, <laughs> Right before that, did you see um, his reaction, though, to hearing what Jimmy was saying to Solo? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he this is what I love. Like, like, when all of them are together, this is why, like, Roman needs to be on TV. Even if he's not wrestling or whatever, it's the reactions to some of right, the ridiculousness right. that Jimmy That's says. That's great. His That's reactions awesome. to that are great. Um, it's, so, it's so good because he just rolls his eyes like, really? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just like, Who am I, what am I doing here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. really? Yeah. It's too yeah. good, man. Yeah. So, uh, basically, Roman says, you know, Paul says he has a moment of time to brief him about all this, and Roman tells him to bring him all this. Um, hmm. uh, oh, and by the way, the the biggest surprise is who got the pin in the women's match. Oh, yeah, because Asuka got pinned, didn't she? She got pinned, but Mishin was the right. one who got it. You know? Yep. You know, um, and, and where's this going to lead to? Absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Really? It, will, it won't. Yeah, because we'll talk about that later. What, what, right. what, you know, so uh, after that segment, we have a commercial break where we have and we come back and um, oh, sorry, we have a no, wait, yeah, that commercial break, and then we uh, oh, we come back to the Dragon Lee Butch match. Sorry, brain fart. Um, and so uh, Butch and Dragon Lee are, are gonna fight each other and. I'm not gonna lie to you, Jimmy. This was a very, very well done match. Very entertaining. Um, it was I actually liked... a great short match. Yeah, really. I liked. Well, I mean, I hate to say short because they wrestled for a minute, they had a commercial break, wow. and then they wrestled sure. some more. But like, and I don't sure. understand. Okay, let's <laughs> wrestle for three minutes. Let's have a commercial break, and then let's wrestle for another ten minutes. But then we had a commercial break coming into this again, Jimmy. The breaks are fucking killing me on this. Like. The amount of breaks that they're having and where they're placing them, it drives me up the wall. We it's continue me with up the, the bizarre, wall. right? No, you're right. We're continuing with the bizarre commercial breaks. Lucky for me, I didn't watch it live at the time. I watched it on demand, so I didn't get the commercials. Thank God. But I can see where the commercials were placed, obviously, because well, of the cuts. Not all of us are fortunate to have a social life where they don't get to watch it live. I. I know I could have. I, I, I wasn't doing much like during the day because that's when it was on at like twelve midday my time live. It's just um I don't know. I I'd rather like watch it like right before we do the show kind of thing so I can be fresh on it. You know what I mean? Because sometimes the amount of wrestling that we watch during the week, dude, it's hard to like remember what happened on what show if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, let's let's talk about this for a second because I saw this happen on Raw this week. Um, yes. First of all, first of all, her name is not Katana Chance, right? It's a fucking stupid name. Her name is Katie Catanzaro. You there we go. cash in on the name of the first female to win American Ninja Warrior or to get past the first round when nobody, no woman has done it. Why are you letting her pick a name? Like Katana Chance. That's so stupid. Because stupid. it's KK, bro. Come on. No, it's not even KK. It's KC. True. And they're they're both oh, KC. No. 
Caden and yeah, they're both KC, right? But still, um, K uh, Towns. Still, first of all, they're both about five foot tall. They weigh together yeah. 180 Four pounds. Four foot tall, bro. Come on. Okay, foot. and they weigh probably <laughs> combined weight of 180 pounds. If they say My they're 200 something pounds, they're lying. Yeah, look, I have <laughs> yeah. shits that are bigger than them. All right? They are <laughs> tiny. And I get it. They're high flyers or whatever. But first of all, the purpose of it is you call her by the name that she's known by that she makes money off of. You've totally ruined this character by giving her a name that nobody recognizes. I guarantee you now, if you put up a picture of her and called her Katana Chance, um, people would be like, wait, isn't that? Oh, so that's not the American Ninja Chick? I thought that was, okay, never mind then. I, you know, they you won't think care. So? You think people will, will look at her? I guarantee She looks people. familiar. And they're, but they're not going to, now if you said Katie Cat and Zero, and you had her picture with American Ninja Warrior. They, oh, yeah, yeah, the American Ninja Warrior chick. And she was using that name for a few years in WWE until she be, she got into the tag team. With, um... she, well, she got hurt, so right, then they brought exactly. her back. Um, and they brought her back as with the new name, you know, and right. they put her in the tag team, which I'm like, but why? But why? Yeah, I don't weird, know. Bro. You know, um, yeah, right? Here's the only thing, um, Cold Blood. Hey, Sonic, what's up, dude? Um, yes, they are booty girls. Uh, uh, They're walking hit jobs. There you go. I yeah, said it. and he says he sh <laughs> they, they should have let Piper <laughs> and um, uh, Chelsea Green keep the tag titles instead of Chelsea booty girls Green. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I the only thing I can think of because yes, Cold Blooded, she is the American Ninja Warrior, but the only thing is. But I mean, it's uh, American Ninja Warrior. I'm assuming in that owned by NBC Universal, and it like the, unless there's like a, a a copyright issue with you know like using her name because of nah, it's her actual name, dude. And I know. WB were using her actual name. This is all just for marketing purposes, bro. I that's know. all. But it, but this but that's not marketing, Jimmy. When you I know they want to own it though. Remember that this is WWE we're talking here, man. They yeah. want to own the damn rights. To everything that she has, you know what yeah, I mean? I don't know. They obviously can't own her actual name, so it's just WB being weirdos, dude. As yeah, usual. yeah. Anyway, this match was super great. I really enjoyed it. I like Dragon Lee versus Butch. Uh, uh um, two completely different styles of wrestling, completely that, different, right? But they complemented each other so well. There was a ton of chemistry between these two. They they flowed incredibly great told a great story in the ring and look butch wants to fight dragon lee wants to defend his belt he wants to be a fighting champion what better way to start this and then you're continuing the story of butch and ridge and butch trying to figure out who he is um with that in this aspect of it and they made mention of that last night yeah uh, you know right. but you know and he because he came out not in like a brawling brute type of gear but in his old pete dunn kind of gear um, He's obviously going towards. We're, we're going down the road of him becoming, you know, Pete Dunne again, right? Obviously, for sure. And they made right. references to it too, right? And obviously, with Rich Holland wrestling on NXT this week, there's, you know, that idea that they're just going to continue to be their own entities at this point. Um, even though, like I've already said my piece that they did him dirty with that stupid storyline in the in the ring, but um, you know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, this was a I really really good match. I really enjoyed it. Um, 
the end, I was a little because like, oh, hey, we're gonna um, we're gonna do a double stomp, um, and then Butch hits him with the right hand. Butch goes for the bitter end, but he Dragon Lee reverses it to a destroyer. That was a crazy fucking reversal too, dude. And then so Dragon Lee with Operation Dragon and one dude. I mean, like it was impressive to watch, but like, man, you hit somebody with a finisher, and then because he did it earlier where he did the whole Operation Dragon, you know slice bread looking thingy and done kicked out you know yeah and i was true. like wait what okay so that that's his finisher so what's he gonna do but then he hits it again um do you think that was a fuck up possibly because that was odd that he did it twice and even the um uh the umpire i was gonna say the commentators didn't really acknowledge it either the first time i'm saying I mean that well no they did because there's like how is Pete Dunn still here? How is he alive? You know? Yeah, but um, they didn't emphasize that that was his finish. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. One, well, I mean, Michael Cole, like, because there was a moment and then Michael Cole goes, How is Pete Dunn still alive? I think and that's where because here's the thing, even after this match, everything was done incredibly smoothly. Like, you know, where that they wanted to do a false finish with the move, but it took a second time for it to finally stick. Right. right, that's why I you found know, that odd. Right. You know, yeah. because this is Butch. He's a brawling brute. He fights and da da da. da. Um, um, yeah. And so that's kind of that's my only thought is Dragon Lee's gonna he's got heart and he's gonna keep fighting and he's gonna whatever and it's gonna take two of his finishers to take down you know Butch or whatever Pete Dunn however you want to call him. So that that was the only thing that I was like, wait, we're gonna. Bury a finisher to do it again. That yeah, no, that's what I mean. It's kind of off, man. But what a, a little bit. Me? But you know, even if it was a botch, the let's let's say it's a botch. I'm not saying it was an actual botch. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they still finished it like completely solid as if it was the way it was supposed to be to begin with. And, and that's right? what I mean. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. And yeah, because I think I don't know if it wasn't a botch, but when I say botch though, I mean maybe the timing of that move was off. Right, if you know what I mean, as in like it wasn't the right time to do it, and then or the ref counted wrong, or, they or were something, yeah, you know, something. I don't know. It's not that the move was botched because it wasn't. It was mm -hmm. just yeah, something was off though with with the first sort of time. But in saying that, the one thing that does impress me now about Dragon Lee, and I've been a fan of his for years now, right? Yeah, as you have, because we know him from New Japan and, and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, what impresses me is how quickly he's adapted. To the to WWE style of wrestling, dude. Because mm -hmm. even though he still does his thing, don't get me wrong, he's slowed down a lot too, though. In in, in a way, like he's not yeah. as frantic as he used to be. He's just like if you think of his New Japan stuff, yeah, he was all just go go go. There was no slowdown with him. Now because he's more methodical and strong style. Right, that's that's what they do. Right, exactly, spot on. Whereas yeah. now he's adapted to more, you know, slow down a little bit. Still do your shit. Don't get me wrong. But he's starting to understand how to tell a story in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think part of that though too is he had an understanding of different styles before he got to WWE. And then so it was easier to adapt when he goes, Okay, no, this is what I have to do. Cool. And I look, I'm gonna be honest. I like um uh I like the um having NX like him defending the North American title with ah, the title on I'm SmackDown. glad you brought that up. Is what's going on with this championship? 
It's starting to feel like this bout is slowly becoming a main roster bout, man. Only well, problem is we've got two, like there's the US Championship and the North American. It's essentially the same thing. But I, no. I've noticed that this bout is is getting defended a lot more on. And he, look, is Dragon Lee NXT or main roster? That's another thing I'm confused. I about. I think he's both, but like I think he's mostly NXT with a little bit of highlight on that. Because again, remember, they they want there's a transition coming with NXT. Right, lately, Smackdown, yeah. You know, SmackDown is going to go to another channel. NXT is going to another channel. So let's let's get people excited about what's going on in NXT. So let's cross promote. Right. That's why we're seeing Raw guys on SmackDown and SmackDown guys on Raw and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because but... things are changing, and they want to make sure that you follow your favorite people to their new places. So um, right, but but it's a big mish, mish, I mean, mishmash. Sorry. Like you just said, there's guys appearing from Raw on SmackDown, guys from SmackDown appearing on Raw. Uh, just, um, oh, and Retro, it's WrestleFest. You don't remember the old arcade machine, WrestleFest, WWF, WrestleFest party? Uh, I was going to say, I thought it was uh, going to be a Royal Rumble, but. Yeah, there is Royal Rumble. You're probably yeah. seeing Royal Rumble in the background yeah. right now. It's the Royal Rumble mode, but you've also got uh, the tag team. No, mode. The, when, there was a, when it, like, there was one like that, it's like, that style, but they called it like Royal Rumble or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's there. It's it's Royal Rumble, literally, but it's called WrestleFest, the actual game. Classic, dude. Like one of my favorite arcade games. It's a little arcade machine in the background, obviously. Mm, but, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that one of those one up game. arcade games? No, no. It's actually um basically. Have you heard of a Retro Pie? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and the Raspberry Pies. Yeah, right. Which is basically a, a miniature computer, right? They're right. pretty powerful. They're, they're tiny. The, the board's about that big, right? But it's got like 8 gig of RAM. It's got mm. a quad-core... Pre- they're actually quite amazing. But anyway, um, so yeah, basically you get the kit and in the background, you s- we're supposed to build that in the background, but instead it came complete in the box and we just had to install the the retro pie. Oh. Yeah, Dreamcast, okay. Royal Rumble on the Dreamcast was awesome, dude. I love right, that. But game. it was it was a cabinet arcade game. That's what I was referencing. It's that similar style, and uh, but it was the arcade version. And then, um, yeah, it was also. Retro I love game. WrestleMania. I've got all those in the back seat. What you see in the background, I've got over four thousand games on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. All arcade games. So basically, you yeah, just pick whatever, and and yeah. yeah. So, yeah, See, I remember but, the Royal Rumble arcade game, and that was the cabinet when I was growing up as a kid. I don't remember WrestleMania. I remember the Royal Rumble game. And, are we talking? Uh, how old were you when you say Royal Rumble game? Like cabinet arcade, like eighties, right? Oh no, yeah. no, no. See, you were thinking of that one behind me then. The one he's talking about, Sonic the Hedgehog, that came out in '99, and it was on the Dreamcast. Do you know the Sega Dreamcast? Uh, I know. You'll I had, see what I, I mean. Uh, let's see. Royal Rumble. Well, no. Or you're talking about the Sega Genesis Royal Rumble game or Super Nintendo as well. But I'm talking about the arcade machines, literally. WrestleFest has got Royal Rumble and Saturday Night's main event uh, mode. No, on so the game. there was an. No, okay. There, there was. It was a dual cabinet Royal Rumble arcade game. And that's what right. I was talking about. Yeah, it would have been the, the. Can you show me the picture? Because yeah, here, technically there was no actual Royal Rumble one except for the Dreamcast. Uh, hang on. Or or the Genesis or Super Nintendo versions, which was just Royal Rumbles. 
because I'm telling you, it's got to be WrestleFest, the one you're looking at, which is the game behind me. Yeah, that's WrestleFest. That's the game behind me right now. Oh, and the one on the right there is the one I was talking about. So the one on no, the left that's here. This is this is the WWF Royal Rumble arcade game. That came out in '99. That one. Yeah. There's not this one. '80s. Not in the '80s though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the yeah. one here though. Look, if you go up, right? Go yeah. up. See the cartoony one. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's that one. That's the game behind me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of though. And then, yeah, this one. Yeah, here. that's classic, bro. That that's one of the best wrestling games still to this day, bro. Whereas yeah, the Royal Rumble the, one, the one that came out in the late 90s, is based off the SmackDown games on PlayStation. See, like, I was getting this this cabinet confused with this play. Right, um, right. You're thinking of the cartoony one, which is the one mm -hmm. behind me? Yeah. But you're talking about Royal... Right. It's, it's basically... It's called WrestleFest, but it has Royal Rumble on it as well. Mm. You, or Saturday Night's main event mode, which is tag team. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, Aaron so, Ben Shlomo is in the house. Shalom, Aaron. Shalom. All right. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> after that match, which was a Dragon Lee win, uh, we have backstage uh, a segment with Nick Aldis and Roman. And Nick love Aldis this segment, comes. dude. This is really Great good. segment. Yeah. Great segment. They both did uh, it at the park. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, Roman yeah, has Paul Heyman leave. Um, and Aldis has a seat. And that's how, how he knew he wasn't talking to him. All of a sudden, with all due respect, he wouldn't care if he was. <laughs> like, there's so I love many the cockiness from both of them, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, and says, Hey, you booked a triple threat match against Solo uh, uh, and Solo against AJ Styles. All of a sudden, he did. And so, it was a good idea. As he tells them, it would have been even better if you run it through me. Um, that I'm the tribal chief, the head of the table, and you understand that. Um, and he needs to understand that. And Adam Pierce understood that. And Aldous says, hmm. he's an executive. He doesn't have feelings. And as for Adam, he is more of a middle management type. And <laughs> that was just, great. And then he said, he is an executive. He's a sharp end of the stick on SmackDown. Speaking of Solo, he's a big boy. He took care of John Cena. And in a way that even Roman didn't take care of Cena. I was like, ooh. And he says he's looking forward was, to seeing Solo was, against AJ Styles. Right there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and he's looking forward to that triple threat match. And he's looking forward to the winner of the match facing Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble for the Undisputed Heavyweight Championship. And he says he hopes they get to know each other better. And Roman is just like, like, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, this is awesome, dude. What I did love is the fact that Aldous didn't sort of back down. Yeah. You know, even when he sat down, he sat down with confidence, bro. Yeah. He looked like a you million I mean? dollars. He oh, looked dude. like a million dollars. And then, uh, he, where was it? Up he, here. Who asked the question about Aldous? I can't remember. Oh, it was Chris Winland. Okay, Chris, 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 Chris Winland. Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, keep going up. It's a fair while back. Oh, oh wow. It's way back. Where is that uh, damn question? Did he delete it? No, I don't think he did. I can't see. I can't see it anymore. All right. All right. Right here, here we go. Oh, you guys think that it. Nick oh, Aldis cool. is planting seeds to debut in a WWE ring, even in a suit? He looks Jack, or do you think he will get a heavy to enforce his policy? I think Nick Aldis is the heavy, right? I mean, he is you the heavy, at, absolutely. I mean, why would he like, get a heavy? Like, I mean, I could see having a second for like maybe females or nah. whatever. Unless but, he's unless he's a heel, right? Sure. But like for I, example, though, like for example, right after. I, think, I don't remember if we've had it yet or not, but there's the, the segment where Butch is in the back after the loss and Pretty Deadly come in and, you know, 
taunt him, and so he starts beating the beating up on him. And what happens? Nick Aldis walks in, chucks them both around, and says, "No, stop this. We don't do this back here. We do it in the ring. And if you want to fight, you find a partner, and you can fight pretty deadly next week, or our New Year's Revolution, or whatever." Um, you, that's all you needed. Nick Aldis standing there looking like a beast in a like mm. a pimp suit fucking did, with a vest and tie yep. and then sitting next to Roman I'm like I'm going to say it he made Roman look like trash like he Roman's fucking a- did I'm not going to lie I-, I agree with you it's kind of weird saying that but yeah he fucking did you know what dude I-, I-, I even go further and say I feel like now officially he's gotten comfortable in his role bro you know mm-hmm. the first few weeks with Aldis was a little let's be honest he was a little bit, I don't want to say nervous, but still sort of understanding his he role. He had to feel his way. Right. Way. But now I feel like he gets who he is and now he's hitting it out the park, bro. Like he but just gets it. As far as an, a, 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 a ring debut for WWE, mm, I don't I don't see it. Yeah. I, I like, don't see it I mean, either. And because, it's not him. Yeah. But, but it's here, WWE, but, man. But storytelling wise, though, too, why? Why? Why would you do? Because then you're becoming this whole Mr. McMahon thing again. Of right, you know, right. you know, person well, in the ring. You need him to be the Adam Pierce, the enforcer, the the head of the show, kind of thing. Um, where and this is where I think when you say getting a heavy to enforce his policies, someone who will doesn't suit all this man. Unless he was a chicken shit heel, yeah, sure. But but he's but I think I he's don't, not even that. But I think all this will back up what he has to say. But he'll do it. He'll like, no, you have to go out there. He'll like, he'll grab him and throw him out there, but he will make them wrestle in, in things and situations, um, you know, in that situation. So uh, I think getting more, yes, I would say getting more hands on is the better. Um, you know, um, I see hands on in the sense of like, like what he did tonight, right? He, he broke, or last night, he broke up the butch fight. And says, "We don't do this back here. We wrestle in the ring." And like showing matches. more authority, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Basically. And I mean, if someone puts his hands, their hands on him, like he Orton. will put his hands back, and then he will put them in a like lumberjack match where they're going to get fucked up. You know, yeah. like he he's 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 projecting strength, but enough to where he's still going to be hands off, right? Right. Yeah. You know, right. You know. Um, and let's be honest. He kind of looks like a little bit of Vince McMahon when Vince McMahon would he wear He does suit. give me that vibe. And you know what? Now that I think about it, maybe they are grooming him to be that McMahon type because that, that, they don't have that anymore. And Triple yeah. H can't do it anymore, right? Because yeah. of his heart condition. Maybe, maybe Chris is onto something, but I just don't see it. You know what I mean? Yet. I, I Look, it, it, it would have to make sense in a story. Right. And it would have to be like a payoff and an attraction. And like he's not going to be a regular everyday thing. The so, only way is if everybody starts disrespecting him. Like for example, Auden, you know, doing what he did last week, and then someone else does something to him again to the point where he does get fed up and be like, "I oh, fuck this. I'm going to show you who the fuck I really am and maybe. why they call me whatever." You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I'd love to see it, but WWE didn't hire him for that purpose. Excuse right. me. Right. So after this segment, we have uh, the opening of the U.S. Championship match: um, Kevin Owens versus Carmelo Hayes. Again, great match. Really good match. I really enjoyed this one. Again, two different styles. Um, 
like and people who say like different styles can't work in the ring, they need to oh, watch these next these last two matches. Yep. These last two matches are examples of how different styles can really complement each other. And ring. it shows how good of a worker Owens truly is, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, and Carmelo too. Like I think Carmelo yeah, no, absolutely. Good of a worker he was. But but Owens can well, go with anybody, bro. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what style. He can go with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have uh so the bell rings and they're underway. And then we have the random commercial break after a couple of minutes. Mm. And then we come back and they wrestle some more. Again, why this commercial break wasn't before this match started, I don't know. But again, Do it at the start and after the match, not fucking in the middle, bro. Like, yeah. Like this is this, but this is the second match that they've done this with. You know, they right. did it with Dragon Lee, right? You know, yeah. um, and, and, and now they're doing it again. It's just, it's just weird. Um, and again, they're telling a good story. Carmelo Hayes, you know, Kevin has his right hand that's broke. Um, Carmelo Hayes is trying to, you know, do everything he needs to do. Um, he doesn't ever really target the hand. It's Kevin who hurts his hand more than Carmelo does. Um, uh, and then uh, at the end, we have a Kevin Owens victory on this mm -hmm. one, which, um, look, I'm going to be honest, I wouldn't have been mad if Carmelo moved forward. No, I wouldn't have been either, but let's be real here, man. It doesn't look right when an NXT guy beats a main roster, a top main roster guy. It shouldn't happen that way. Said Kevin Owens, whose first night in WWE beat John Cena. Okay, that's true. Touche. You're right. And they mentioned that. <laughs> they mentioned that right, in, the, right. in the broadcast, Jimmy. True, yeah. true, true. You're yeah. right. I, I can't argue that. That's true. Look. Carmelo has enough char charisma and 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 you know ring presence to where I think this could have made some sense, you know. But at the same time, too, I think the bigger story is Kevin Owens doesn't like Logan Paul, so right. Kevin Owens moving forward makes the most sense story wise. Uh, or could, know. could uh, Logan Paul screw him somehow, cause him to lose the finals match? And then, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because we did have right. Logan Paul make video appearances, you know, like because I feel like Santos Escobar should really win this, man. But you don't want two heels going at it either. So, but I mean, Logan's not really a heel per se. Yeah, you know? he's, he's he's shades of gray. Yeah, he's he's you know what I mean. He's not a heel. He's a douche. There's a difference. He's a douchebag, straight up douchebag. Yeah, yeah. Um, Santos he's Escobar's a heel. Um, Logan Paul is a douche. Yeah, so, no, that's it's probably yeah. well said. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so this made sense at the end for Kevin Owens to win because I think there's a bigger story to tell than Carmelo. Um, the the Logan Paul like breakdowns of the matches, you know, I could I would have been fine without them, but um, whatever. Um, I we do see um. After the match, Kevin Owens helps him up and then leaves the ring to give him his moment in the ring, which I thought was really cool. And then now we cut backstage to AJ Styles getting ready for his match, and in comes Mission, who gives him a hug, Ooh, and he's like, Ugh. Yeah. and he gives her like this Don't look. Touch and, me, bitch! Yeah, shrugs me <laughs> up, and then she's like, "Oh my god, you're back! You're back!" And the OC. So we Mission. see Anderson and Gallows finally. And fuck. Didn't hear from him, and they didn't know if he didn't even know they were back. He didn't hear from him. Hey, are we good? And he goes, I don't know, are we? Um, and walks away. So, um, and then, the hell, bro? and then Mishin's in, like, granted, she's in different gear because obviously she wrestled and so now she's in a bikini top with, like, spikes. But why, John? It's winter for crying out loud in I your know. neck of the woods. 
Come on, right. girl. And that's Green Bay. It's in Green <laughs> yeah. Bay. You know, they got like five yeah. feet of snow already. And then <laughs> all that. Jesus, man. And so she was trying to impress AJ after all, for real. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But like, well, he's married and she's married, so whatever. Well, um, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, the road is lonely. Yeah, the road is exactly. lonely. Exactly. The road is definitely lonely. Uh, but no, uh, no, look, AJ's a real good Christian boy, man. He oh, won't yeah, even yeah. perv on women straight yeah, up, dude. No, I know. I know. Uh, Carl Anderson, on the other hand. Yeah, well, even though he's got a hot Asian wife, eh, he likes Apparently. other hot Asian women, too. Apparently. <laughs> um, so uh, it, it, this is where I think we begin to see is AJ becoming a heel. You know, wow. um, is it that he's becoming he's a, a vigilante or is he or is he pissed because like they were the ones who told him don't get involved with Roman. Right. And then didn't really have his back when he did. Um, well, don't they didn't do know this or that. <laughs> well, it, no, it's obvious. because Oh, you're talking about with, back then. Yeah. Before, back, three okay, months sorry, ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah they yeah. didn't have his back for a whole bunch of time. And they were the ones telling yeah, him don't get they? involved with the bloodline. And right. You know, this, that and the other. And so. um like if that were me and they were supposed to be my friends and they had dipped out on me when I was having in a time of need, I'd have been pissed too. You know? Absolutely. Uh, they're, they're a bunch of, I mean, honestly, they come across as dopes. So the question, well, and now they're like trying not to be dopes and they're trying to look hard and they're like, you know, <laughs> we good, you know? And I mean, it's the question becomes like, is he becoming a heel or is he just reacting like a regular person would who's pissed that his friends didn't back him up? So question, I'm not sure what they're trying to go with here because I've heard other podcasts about this claiming that he's not a heel. To me, this looks very much like a heel. I don't care what anyone says, but is he going to be a heel in the, in the long run? I'm not sure, man, because at the end of the day, is he wrong? No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what we said. Santos Escobar wasn't wrong either, but they made him a heel. Neither was Drew McIntyre. The three of them are playing the same kind of characters right now, which is strange. Right, which uh, don't forget, carrying costs reminded that. He oh have yes, that. that's um, another, yeah, exactly spot on. And we've got a lot to talk about with that too. When yeah, because that because uh, that's coming up here. Oh yeah, that's after this. It's after this. Oh, um, um, so you know, this whole thing happened, and then we have a commercial break, and we come back, and the carrying cross before the video. Um, before we talk about carrying cross, I will say this: I do think the Good Brothers will end up seeing the light and be still with aj guaranteed okay i just feel like they will because they were kind of impressed almost not impressed but they looked like oh, okay i just feel like they'll have his back this time and they're all going to be mm. i don't know if they're going to be heels or not but we'll see i don't know we'll check it out though so then we had a, a video uh promotion with karen cross and scarlet talking about their vision uh, and he, they talked about how, look, this is what we did to Ray. This is what we did to Drew McIntyre. This is what we did to Shinsuke Nakamura. We took his honor. I think he said uh, with uh, Ray, they took his patience because he struck his son in front of his own mother. Um, and Drew, they took some, I forget what he said there. Um, his family. Some of the yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. But, but. Mm, now I need to know how you feel about this, Jimmy. Because like no, 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 no. Oh. Because he's going to be with the authors of pain. Right, I like it a lot. But Why? it's the authors I mean, of pain. What you think they they're that bad? I actually think they had so much potential. I was. Sh- I mean, think of the NXT run, dude. They looked great. 
in NXT. Look I don't great know why they got in the bell they ring, did. Jimmy. Look great um, within the bell ring. They're right? heavy like, hitters, dude. They're, they're the type of guys that you can't. I mean, I don't think they they all know they know how to wrestle safely per se, right? But that's the which whole is point, a problem, Jimmy. right? Yeah, I know. That, that's that, you know that's what I'm saying. The best the bell ring. They're they're limited in what they do. They and and they're not safe at when they do it, Jimmy. That's the whole point. Like I understand being limited in the ring, but if you can't be safe doing it, then why are you in the ring? Right, because wrestlers have gotten by with being limited in the ring, but everybody's True. been safe doing it. Right, you he, they're going to have to build a lot of trust with a lot of people for people to want to wrestle with them in the ring. Now, I know that they were released, but then supposedly quietly they were signed a while back. Oh, they've been signed over a year ago now, dude. Yeah, and so maybe that's all they've been doing is working, um, working to to learn how to work right. safe in the ring. You, you know? think so? Yeah. <laughs> Jinda <laughs> comes in with the office of changing name to the Lakers of punishment. Nice. Uh, you're just jealous, yeah. Jinda. Where's your boys, huh? Where's fucking uh Thanger and fucking the other doofus, whatever. Uh where are your boys at? Where are you at, Jinda? You you're always, you know, watching shows and not on television anymore. What's what's happening? Because because he doesn't he gets paid not to wrestle anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank God. God. Thank God. Thank God. I agree. It's a loss. <laughs> NXT uh. India. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that? With Fucking with hell, with uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Greg Kali. Greg Kali. Yeah. Ugh. Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, even yeah, though, he, I, I even though, he, even though again. he's from Canada, he's even though oh, Jinder, you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, and right, Jinder Mahal is from Canada. So. He is. He's Canadian, born and bred, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So anyway, uh, I, I'm I'm hesitant about this because, granted, now we have another faction. So now we have the Good Brothers back. We have the Bloodline. We have Damage Control. We have Carrion mm -hmm. Cross and his crew, whatever we're going to call them. Um. Um. Uh, is there more? Uh, I feel like there's more. I can't even think, bro. I know. Um, so wait, anyway. what's the SmackDown side? Wait, wait, what's the SmackDown side quickly of factions? So we got the Carrying Cross crew, whatever they're going right. to be called. I guess the they're going to be called the Killers. <laughs> yeah. The Bloodline. Uh, uh, oh, Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Good Brothers are back, supposedly, or, you know, we'll see. Damage that Control. Damage Control. Um, uh, oh, Legado da Fantasma, LWO. Hmm. Well, no, look, shh, don't, we don't have Legato de Fantasma yet. We have oh, just oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Just sorry, the LWO. Sorry, the ghosts. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sorry, don't mind me. So, anyway, anyway, we're about to, though, because we have the U.S. Championship Tournament match of Bobby Lashley with the Street Profits versus Santos. Oh, yeah, Escobar. and there's the other crew, <laughs> whatever they're called. Yeah, uh, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. What they're called. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like a band. Yeah. It's like uh, Fred Durst, I mean... Um, not for this fucking um, limp biscuit and the and the hot dog flavored water, bro. The starfish, sorry, hoodie and the starfish, yeah. hoodie and the bloodfish. <laughs> it's like that, or the I don't know, something like that. Okay. Anyway, so we had this match where Blowfish. the bell rings and Lashley starts by just throwing Escobar around like a rag doll, and As then we go should. to commercial break. Again, As we shouldn't. <laughs> 
Because, of course, we let the match go for three minutes and go to another commercial break. Okay, fine, fine. And then we come back, and then Santos with a suicide dive on Lashley to the outside. And Santos kicks Lashley's left leg, and um, we work on it, we work on it, we work on it. Um, so then, as the match goes on, security grabs someone who jumped the barricade, and they're wearing a lucha mask. And then another person wearing a mask jumps the barricade and attracts the Street Profits. And Lashley looks at the Street Profits outside, and Santos rolls them up. One, two, three. And of course, because who called it? Your boys called it. The two masked men celebrate with Santos Escobar, and they take off their mask, and it's Umboto Carrillo and Angel Garza, who <laughs> then Santos is. <laughs> Santos is no longer alone anymore. And so they don't have a name, um, but I, I'm hearing they're going to be still Legado del Fantasma, bro. Right. Yeah. It, it'll, and, we know that's why not? Right. Right. So, I mean, um, why change it? Yeah. So that, but all just remember, your boys, we mostly this boy, mostly this boy. <laughs> I agreed with you. I agreed you with agree you. You did agree with so. me. You do it. You know I, mean? I liked I'll what I heard. <laughs> I'll give you 10%. How about that? I'll give you 10% credit <laughs> for liking what I said. But I went out there and said it. So well, yeah, uh, yeah, you did say it. it. I'll give you that. But I did uh, like it when I when you said it. I'm like, you know what? That's yeah. a great idea. I actually yeah. dig it. And here we are. Yeah. Maybe they're listening to us. Actually, Maybe funny enough, John, because I'm uh, I'm an admin on the HMG, um, you know, the group, the group, right. group, group. Guess who? Guess who uh, actually asked to join HMG? Who? Uh, Hurricane was one of them, which sort of. Uh, Blew my mind. I'm like, what the hell? Right? Yeah, Hurricane, who's currently an, a WWE agent, right? Bruce Pritchard is also part. Of, yeah, well, there you go. And also, uh, Bruce Pritchard is part of the group. I'm starting to think or wonder. There's no way they... it's Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, There's no, there no is. Way. I kid you not, bro. It's not the real Bruce Pritchard. I, I think it is, dude. I know that Hurricane is definitely the real deal because I've spoken to him. I know that, Tim, because of Stevie and all that. But, but in saying that, how do we know they're not listening to our ideas anyway, John? Look, I mean, don't be surprised, dude. If I mean, they are cool, marketing, we're only going to make it better. We're only well, going to make it. it better, Jimmy. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. man. They should listen. Unlike but the other company. There is no way in hell. There's no way in hell that's Bruce Pritchard. No way. Why? 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 What, what about if it is? Look, there's just no way. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you um, never know. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, Santos Escobar wins. I look again, these two matches, I was 50 50 on either one winning. Like, I could have seen Carmelo versus, you know, Bobby Lashley. I could have seen, you know, Carmelo versus Santos. I could have seen Santos versus Kevin Owens. I could have seen Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens. I feel like, um, you know, I, yeah, Chris, I saw that. Uh, uh, but Did they go full full cholo on that shit. That'd be fucking funny. But why not? anyway, why not? Why not? But you know, um, I felt like this was uh, these were some really solid semifinal matches that left the door open to go any way you wanted. Um, so our final is Kevin Owens versus Santos Escobar. 
again, I don't remember them ever really wrestling together before. So I we're getting. I don't think they've crossed paths, dude. Ever. Yeah, first of all, we've got we're getting matches that uh, from a lot of guys who've never really wrestled each other before. Fresh, it's yeah. fresh matches. Second of all, I'm looking forward to this because this is another Styles class match, which will be really really good. I feel like, and then now we have the added added extra bit of we now have uh umberto carrillo and angel garza with santos escobar um you know and that's you know uh that's yeah. that's interesting you know it's an interesting setup as we go forward so uh look as much as i know people are like oh tournaments 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 this tournament has been really good and they've done a great job with telling a story it's straightforward dude it's not a miss yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's just done straightforward. It's unlike single AW. elimination, it's single right. elimination getting to a point to a prize. It's not you complicated, know? you know. Like for example, in AEW, just quickly, John, this past week we've had a whole bunch of confusion. For example, because now we have to think of mathematics because wrestling fans want to think of maths, right? Sure, but that's what makes you one know, so great, Jimmy. So that's why Tony's got to do it. Yeah, but he doesn't. He still fucking screwed it up, John. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, so now like, we're gonna have a three way dance to determine who wins the the gold fucking side of this continental noodles tournament, whatever the fuck. Right. It, but the wait, joke, bro. There's more. There's more. Uh -huh. The brilliance of Tony Khan continues to show himself because <laughs> they're gonna run a show in San Antonio, right? Oh, beautiful. They rented a sixteen thousand seat venue, right? <laughs> That they're set up for four thousand, maybe five. When right, right next yeah. door to that is an eight thousand seat arena that he could have had. He's a doofus, bro. He doesn't. I, I don't know if it's ego. I don't know if it's he's stubborn. But the the fact of the matter is, and I was actually saying this earlier to D. Funny enough, um, he doesn't. It's his pride, dude. He just doesn't want to like. He's an idiot. Do that. He's an idiot, right? He's Clearly, he doesn't care about his cash, dude. I mean, what can you say? This idiot wants to get big buildings and make it seem like he's bigger than what they are. Mm -hmm. He just doesn't want to, dude, he doesn't listen to nobody. Doesn't listen, doesn't want to listen. He's an idiot. He mm -hmm. he gets into fights on Twitter. He calls Disco Inferno a friggin' um, uh, an irrelevant idiot because he said about resetting the company. I said the same thing weeks ago. On one of the shows, yeah. I can't remember which show, but I said AEW should consider resetting their whole programs right now. When I say reset, I'm not talking about the company. I'm talking about just storylines and everything. Because right mm -hmm. now it's a mess, dude. It's one yeah. big cluster. You cannot keep up with what's going on, and you don't even know what's going on. No, mm -mm. yeah. so I'm just. But you saying, know who's yeah. not an idiot is Nick Aldis yeah. because we see yes. after this we see Kathy Kelly is is getting ready to talk to Butch, and um, he brought the fight and. He, um, and and Butch says, "Yep." And I, you know, hey, congrats to Dragon Lee. And in comes Pretty Deadly singing Christmas carols, making fun of Butch, and he attacks them. And then comes Nick Boss Aldis uh, with WWE the British Warfare, says, yeah, and just <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, shucks them all off and says, "Hey, we don't do this back here." I, I love that one. It was so good. Hey, we don't do this back here. We do it in the ring. Find you a tag team partner and fight pretty deadly at SmackDown at New Year's Revolution. Um, I look, I love that line. I thought it was great. Again, it shows one, he will get physical <laughs> when he needs to, but two, he can back it up and then he'll make a match for it. So, plus, he looks like a giant compared to all these guys. To be look, honest, he, look, he, <laughs> he's, he's a man. He is a man. He's a man's uh, man, as a matter of fact. 
Yeah. Um, and then after this commercial break, uh, after that, we go to a commercial break and we have a video package of Logan Paul talking about his opponents for the United States Championship. Um, he says his opponent is a guy who cried over Rey Mysterio. And the other won't take his shorts off uh, when he's <laughs> in the pool. Like, what? Why would you take your shorts off? And maybe a shirt? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Why did he say that? Why would uh, Kevin Owens take his shorts off? <laughs> maybe the, I think he pool. probably meant shirt, but he's such an idiot. He doesn't even... <laughs> It's too many, because, you know, one too many punches to the head, do you think? Or, or but this was taped, John. They could have edited that out. That's the thing. Yeah. Logan, do another one and tell us this time <laughs> not to take a shirt off in the pool, not your shorts, you idiot. Um, <laughs> you and, wouldn't go in with that. Yeah. yeah. Just go free balling, Logan, for crying out loud. Yeah, apparently. Um, uh, so he says, Escobar's not in his league, and Owen looks like if Reddit were a person. And... Enjoy okay. your temporary clout because that's the only thing you'll get from him. Blah blah blah. blah. Um, so then we go to our main event of AJ Styles and Solo Sokoa. And again, we have a main event. A bell rings. Cool, we're gonna have a match. And it's AJ and Solo get started. And then we have a commercial break. Fuck and it, then, it puts you off it, dude. You just get over it by this point. You're like, oh fuck this. Yeah, yeah. So um so then uh this inter- this was a uh this was an interesting aspect so um I, this ending here i like so agent gets on the ring apron and hits and he goes to hit solo with a phenomenal forearm and he jumps off the top rope uh but solo catches him then he goes for the uh, solo goes for the spike but aj rolls him up and the solo kicks out and then aj goes for the styles clash but solo lifts up aj and aj lands on the ring apron and AJ has a phenomenal forearm off the top rope, and Solo rolls outside the ring, and then Roman comes down and attacks AJ for the disqualification. So AJ wins by DQ, but it was like real interesting to watch them counter each other's finishers, right? So you had the phenomenal forearm, but Solo catches him, and then Solo goes for the spike, and then, hey, I'm going to roll him up. And then, hey, I'm going to go for the style slash, but whoop, here we go. Um, so it was just... I, I like I kind of like this tit for tat kind of you're gonna do this I'm gonna do this I know how to get out of this I'm gonna do that you know kind of thing it it made if anything it made solo a smarter wrestler because he's not just a brawler right no and they he, protect him a lot the company have you noticed that they really protect these characters yeah dude. but uh, but but I mean this again but this goes to show you that he's more than just a street brawler. That people, no, you know, like, like, which is what the look he goes for, but he's 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 much more of a thinker than people would give him credit for, especially with this end of this match. Um, you know, um, and he gets it too, bro. He actually gets it. He's um, a quick learner too, by the looks of things, yeah. man. Yeah. So Roman lifts up AJ at the end after he had been beating him, and then AJ kicks him in the head. Solo gets in the ring, and Randy Orton's music hits. And then, because then we had all this. Orton comes in and he cleans house, and LA Knight comes in and takes care of stuff. And then these three guys just start arguing and throwing hands. And then Roman's like, wait, no, no, never mind. They're going to go in the ring. And, you know, they're like, oh, no, never mind. Um, And this is just weird because there was no commentary, it just was off the air. Right, it was like they were fighting. Nobody said anything, and then cut off. Off you go, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was I, weird. 
It was like, weird last week too, to be honest. So two weeks in a row, we kind of getting weirdness. Which I mean, look, I get it that you don't have any commentary to say goodbye or whatever. It's just gone and. But it wasn't a serious moment where they don't talk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you would think that commentary would be saying something, right? Absolutely. They, it's not like seeing Punk returning, for example. Yeah, they. But like normally, they still say something, and there was nothing at the end involved here. So, um, I don't know. It was it was just weird, and then, of course Roman and Jimmy and Solo wanted to get in there. He's like, no, like again, this goes to show Roman like why he's the head of the table because he's calm enough to go. No, these three doofuses who are going to have to <laughs> wrestle each other later are fighting amongst themselves. Now we don't need to do anything. Let's just go exactly. to the back. That's, that's what you call a smart leader, man. Yeah, I did like. Okay, so we're starting to see more smartness in wrestling because I did see this clip this week and it cracked me up. Um, it was in. Imperium, the Vici and uh, the other guy, um, I forget who they were beating up in the ring. And then uh, uh, it was DIY, wasn't it? No, it was it was somebody. Oh, it was Kofi in the Santa suit. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yep. So they were beating him up, and then somebody's music plays, and they look, and they're just like, never mind. And they just start going back to beating Kofi, not, you know, paying. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Just because some of the music plays doesn't mean you need to stop what you're doing and staring at them. Yeah, no, just keep doing what you're doing and beating them up. So, uh, I like that. Um, you know, look, if they if they knew that, that's cool because, look, we're only going to make the product better. Jimmy and I have nothing but grand ideas and great ideas. Ben and Stevie and Vince have nothing but grand ideas, so sure. If they want to come in here, watch the show. Hey, Bruce. Hey, uh, Shane. Sugar uh -huh. Shane. Um, the hurricane, sugar shane. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sugar cool. shane, I remember look, that. <laughs> look, that, yeah, look, I remember uh, uh, the boy band gimmick, you know, yeah, um, absolutely. Three count, bro, three count, yeah, with Evan Courageous and, mm -hmm. and Shannon Moore, yeah, Tony Shivani. Like, if you ever listen to his podcast, he straight up talks about good for nothing, Evan Courageous. He buries him every time it's hilarious he wasn't that bad yeah he was a great oh. guy too so i'll go oh even, I'm no no you. wonder he wasn't that of course you would say <laughs> that but really yeah. he was better than the other two at the time i felt yeah. anyway you would not being that. biased i'm actually being it's just funny real. like how tony shivani shits on him all the time whenever Evan he must have been that. a pre why does he hate him so bad though like i don't what? know if he really really hates him because sometimes he'll do stuff like where he'll say something like that but he's not really like like what ever happened kinda... to Evan Courageous, even? Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, you know. Um, I, look, I, One I'm, dimensional. I Come on, bro. So, Chris, I think that's where this match showed that he's more than one-dimensional by being able to counter the AJ moves and things along those lines. Um, you know. Um, really, uh, Retro? Oh, he doesn't you don't know. know this? Retro, Dude, you it's know been this. years. It's called What Happened When. What Happened When, it. right. Yeah. I think this year is going to be year eight. It's it's incredible. Yeah, it's been around. He is so funny on that show, him and Conrad. Is, and, and they they do a good job. And they talk about wrestling and stuff. But, boy, some of the real-life stuff and the shit that he talks about, <laughs> yeah. it's hilarious. And his wife and his, so his 10 million oh, kids. Lois. I haven't listened to it in a couple of years. I used to listen to it religiously. Oh, dude. I still do. I still do. He talked about one time um, he pulls up to the airport with JCP and uh, <laughs> yeah, he's got all of his kids. Jim Crocker Promotions? Yeah, because it was, it was, he, he started with them and he was announcer for right. them. And so he pulls up because he's flying on the jet with them and like Arn Anderson is there and he sees Arn sees Tony and all of his kids and he goes, 
Damn, Tony, you have more. You have so much cum, you could shampoo an ox. Like, <laughs> and that he's an archangel yeah. told him that. Like, he's I, a dirty like, Greek have you heard the, the Rick Flair baby arm story? Yes. <laughs> yes. I listen, I've listened from the beginning. It's Oh so man. Oh my god. That's, a, that scarred me, bro. <laughs> like yeah. that story fucking scarred I've me. All, I think he also said like it looks like a, a, a baby holding an apple. Like Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's disgusting, dude. When yeah. he first when I first heard that, I'm like, oh dude, now I've got images and I don't yeah. want to associate a baby arm. And Ric Flair's dick. I mean, let's be honest, man. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and all yeah. the stories about him in the robe being naked, like yeah. underneath, you know, and wooing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck me, yeah. man. Or, and how Ric Flair would get other people drunk because yeah. that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And, and then stiff, <laughs> stiff places on the bill because oh, he wouldn't pay for the bill. Oh, my God. Um, anyway. Ric Flair's uh, a prick. Oh, he is. Um, zombie Ric Flair now. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Jimmy, let's. It's time for our customary because we're almost to three hours. So let's let's wrap this up. Um, well, it's two hours forty, and with the way we band, wow, that's short by our standards. Come on, bro. <laughs> no. um, all right, Jimmy, give it a give it a rating. What what are our letter grades for the show for this week? This one's an interesting, tough sort of decision, but I'm gonna lean maybe B minus, and that's okay. being generous. But I actually didn't mind the show, bro. I mean, is that it wasn't on a, a great show. It was taped. No, see, that's another thing. I was I was going into it expecting it to be a lot shitter than it seemed because it really wasn't as bad. It actually did pretty well for a mm. taped show. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a B minus for effort because they actually put some effort in for a show that was really a throwaway show. Let's be real. Mm. Because usually they don't do that kind of effort for a show like this when it's taped, usually, man. So, yeah. they I was going into it believing it was going to suck, and I kind of enjoyed it. Not sure why, but I did. I'm going to go C+. Plus. Um, See, I was yeah. leaning towards C+, plus too, but I, yeah. I, like, B-minus is fine. C+, plus is, like, because you're you're right there. For me, the, the women's match had no place. It made no sense. Oh, God. I was, that was the worst. It brought everything show. down. I'm still not a fan of the way they're, break, they're doing breaks and everything along those lines with the show, just making it so stuttered and and like it, it's nothing flows right now. Um, I really dislike uh, like the opening segment. I'm going to be honest with AJ and Randy and them did nothing for me. Um, I know it's set up AJ. He's the way he spoke. It just was kind yeah, of bad. It, it was. It was like he was trying to be the like, more gruffly. Yeah, like no, that's um, not believable. Yeah, yeah. You know, and his his Malachi black look with the open robe. You know, doing the Carliness and look how sexy. Only tough guys of. wear like that. Yeah, yeah. wear the, um, the the coat and you know with the not hood. wearing nothing underneath. Yeah. yeah, and then he had the hood on later, so he had that kind of Malachi black vibe. Uh, going, um, yeah. I mean, some some business was done. Stories were good. The multi women's match was, and eh. the the two championship matches were really good. I enjoyed those. Dragon Lee match was really good. This solo match was okay. Like it was, yeah. It wasn't meant to be a decent match. That was just to tell story, man. That's all that I know, was. but still, like, it's your main event. It's your main event, Jimmy. Like. 
It's You're I mean, right. when you had three other matches that were as solid as they were, your main event needs to be at least on par, and it wasn't. You know? No. Because that's the end of the show. And granted, I, like you said, I understand that they're getting to a place where, yeah, we're going to have these three guys just brawl or whatever. Right. But still, you It wasn't you meant to, to be a decent match. But you that was never their intention. Them. You have well, to I make agree. something. You know? Um, so, I think between the structure of the show and how they're formatting it, the opening segment being weak, the closing segment being weak, uh, and the women's match, it gives me a C-plus for my show. Um, you know, That's pretty I, cool. I, you know, I don't know what everybody else in the chat thinks, but, you know, it's letter grade time, so if you have a letter grade for this show, do it. Now, granted, like you said, uh, this for our tape show, this was, a, you know, above average, but I still feel like because it's a tape show, you could have done better with the flow. You could have done right, and Because of the editing, they could have edited shit so much better. I felt like the editing was pretty lazy. And another thing that was kind of lacking was the crowd didn't really get into anything. When you think about it, even those great... Oh, come on, Retro. Really? Yeah, okay, maybe a B. Yeah. <laughs> a plus, plus, plus. Come Liar! On, <laughs> you know, I feel weird even saying B minus, only because... The, look, man, I just want to point out, an A is hard to give a show. C plus, yeah. is, C plus is probably really the way to go. All right? I, because B is still very high, but I'm just looking at it in the context of... That it was a taped show, and it, I was always I was already going into it like it was gonna suck, but it didn't really suck as much as I expected it to. So that's the only reason why I'm giving it a B minus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, it looked grading on a curve, sure. Now it, this was above average. That's why I'm saying above average, but I'm giving it a C plus because it's like C's average, but it's on the higher end of average. So right. You know, it wasn't quite the material for me, but there was a lot of really good things I did enjoy. I liked the Roman Reigns segment with him and Nick Aldis meeting. I thought that was, you know, solid. Ooh. I liked later on Nick Aldis being the one to break up the fight and telling, you know, me saying, hey, we don't do that here. You know, we do it in the ring. Um, again, solid because it shows, again, tough enforcer, but looking damn good in a suit while doing it. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, you know, some of the AJ stuff was just flat for me. So, but overall, you know, it was a good show. Um, nothing where I was like, oh, that was awful. Unlike, you know, trying to watch AEW and I went, mm, and I'm out. Bro, I'm out. You know. me and Chris both watched Dynamite at the same time together, right? So I shared it through StreamYard so he could watch it because he was in Florida, right? Right. And by the end of it, I swear, I, I look at Chris and I go, Chris, if you want to do the show tomorrow instead of like right now, I'm cool with that, right? He's like, no, nah, we got to do it. But we both gave the show a damn F. All right, and we've given a few Fs for AEW. Yeah. That's how like, bad this damn show. I tried was. to watch Collision, yeah, uh, and and well, I, you like, did actually. Are you joining us again for the Collision? Actually, oh no, I meant I meant last night's show, uh, Rampage. I tried watching Rampage last night. Um, I'll let you know. I, I I don't know if I'm gonna be watching. Actually, the show. John, if you if you watch Rampage, I need someone for freaking Uncaged, dude. I haven't done it for like over a week because. You know, Chris hasn't I didn't. been around. I watched. I watched like it was a Rocky Romero versus Arn Cassidy match, and I turned it off. Yeah, and then I yeah, never I went back. Me. I never went oh, back. Man, I have to. I have to fucking do Uncaged, man. But yeah. do I have to do hey, it on Jerome. my own? God damn it, Jerome hey, is on this. Yeah, look, I bet you one of these chuckle fucks in the in the chat would be worth one to do a show with you. Um, so throw that out there. I'm see. sure. 
Yeah, I'm sure there is. There I'm go. asking you, John. <laughs> oh, no, uh, no I'm, I'm, I got, today is busy. I can't do it today. God damn it, God damn it. And I did what? I only, I only watched the opening match and turned it off and didn't go back. Because Lord of the Rings was on. I would oh, rather watch much Lord better. of the Rings two hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was on. And I was like, hell yeah. yeah. So I watched Helm's Deep. I got to Helm's Deep. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, she definitely said that. Why? Because yeah. there's some hoes in this house. Whose Shout house? The, the hose house. <laughs> Not swerves. Yeah, that house. This house. Over there. Wow. Over here. There. Right. <laughs> anyway, so Jimmy, let's wrap up this show. Uh, Medium 5 has made it. Retro Rocket and Drone has made it right at the end here. Because remember, we started at 8 this morning. So uh, here I, we I don't go. think they got the memo. Look, I didn't even put it on the hobby media. Group. I know, and hours in advance. Like which I was quite impressed. Yeah, yeah. Iron Claw, Bootleg, Key, Amazon, Pirate Bay. I'm just gonna go watch it. Um, yeah. Media. What, what bootleg? What? what uh, Iron Claw. Oh, Iron Claw. I'm downloading it right now on Pirate Bay. Hundred uh, percent. I'm gonna go see it. But I do want to see it too, at, in, okay. you know, in the theater. But still, I'll, I'm gonna download it. Right? Is it a good version out there, media? Let me okay. know. They anyway, said it's a bootleg cam, so that means it's some. Oh, now fuck that. No, I hate the cam shit. Yeah. I'll do some digging, though. I'll find yeah. a decent one. All right. All right, Pirate Bay. Why don't you tell them where uh, to find <laughs> you on the internet? Well, you can find me at Pirate now. You know what? Maybe I'll do a little screening sesh for everybody. You know, I'll play it right here on StreamYard and we can all watch it. How's that? Maybe review it. We'll see. But anyway, in saying that, if you want to find me on the Twitter, you can, or the X, whatever it is, at DJ Mass Effects, yeah, or at the PWC Network. Also, like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com, where five bucks, not only do you get the realest talk, but the best talk, and also at hamidmediagroup.podbean.com for our affiliate shows, and the pwcnetwork.podbean.com for all our other shows and all our shows. So yeah, that's about it, John. That's a wrap from me. Well, sorry, that's a yiddle from me. There you go. Look, hey. he got it somewhat. That's all. all right. <laughs> so, ladies and But I'm expecting you to girl. say something else just quietly. Eh, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm going to do. <laughs> You're not going to do it a few weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remember that? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, motherfucker. I'm going to sweep your leg, motherfucker, as we wrap this show up and sweep it out to the next day <laughs> and get ready for Christmas. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome, as always, to this Mac Attack. Thank you all for being here in the chat. Drone, who sleeps, slid, slid in there. Medium 5, Retro Rocket, uh, Chris Winling, Cold-Blooded, uh, Sonic made it in here. And let me see, Agenda Mahal made an appearance. Aaron Ben Slomo. Uh, who else? Lab Rat, of course, as always. Uh, I'm going to even shout out the bot. Warm Earthquake B. <laughs> uh, and uh, we have uh, Extreme D made a quick appearance oh, during yeah. the party yeah. preacher segment. If you didn't, if you didn't, weren't here earlier, this is why you got to come live and you got to come to the Hobby Media Group uh, YouTube page because you missed out on Party Preacher. Easily the greatest segment we oh, have God. on SmackDown ever. Awesome. Uh, 
you know, because it was just so great. But thank you all for being here today. We're glad that you were here and joined us on the Smack Attack. You make the show. As we say, as always, it is of the people, by the people, for the people. And you make this show great. You and the guys in the chat and everything along those lines make it wonderful. So please, always, as always, if you're looking for me, you can find me right here on the internet, which I'm now going to say on Twitch, on Twitter, or X or whatever, on Instagram, and Snapchat, and, no, not on Snapchat, and uh, <laughs> TikTok. You can find me all there on those places. Uh, and, uh, you know, check it out there. The Hami Media Group, as always, is there as well. You can see what we're doing Allah. there. Um, and maybe the Academy will come back. Maybe we'll have an Academy holiday special. I don't know, because I'm not going anywhere. So, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everyone in the chat as well. Uh, Christmas is Monday. We hope you have a great one. We hope you have a safe holiday. Be smart. If you're going to drink, don't drive. Get a call. Call somebody, yeah. a friend, or an Uber, or something. Because if you drink and drive, you're a bloody idiot. That's the yeah. saying here in Australia. <laughs> if you're, if you're, you're a douchebag if you are. Uh, don't right. drink and drive. Come back so we can have you here next week. <laughs> Come back. You know, don't yeah. go on us. All right. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> hey, if there's a SmackDown next week, guess what? The next day there's going to be a Smack Attack because, baby, we want to talk to you about what it is. Just like tonight, there will be a collision, which means tomorrow there will be a wreckage. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. See? 10 a.m. Uh, UTT Rob. Central. Hey, hey. Rob. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, we're uh, look. I'm working on bringing the academy back. It's uh, I work with a partner, so we're gonna do it. Uh, Is that but, Rob Francois? I don't know. Okay, just wondering. I don't, I don't know people's name. No, I think he has his own like. That's why I'm asking. Retro Rob. I thought it was Retro Rob, but it could be. Um, but. As always, if there is a SmackDown next week, there will be a Smack Attack because we are here for the people, by the people, of the people, and we bring that show to you so that you don't have to watch it. We do it for you because we love you that much. And then you get all the entertaining things in the aspect as well. And you get to hear about life and learn things in the process as well, like <laughs> the Washington Times is owned by the Moonies of Cult. So, ladies and gentlemen. I just meant that. Yeah, look. You even find out your media is owned by cult people. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, the only media you can trust is the Smack Attack, the show of the people. And the only shows you can trust are on Channel Attitude. Or the only shows you can trust are on Hameen Media. So, make sure. And the PWC, John. And the PWC <laughs> there you go. as well. Uh, well, I mean, you have a dirty Australian who's a contract of the eye. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't exist. Maybe. Maybe. But. Uh, <laughs> Definitely check all those out and then come back next week when we talk Smack Attack and see what we have in store. If there is no Smack Attack, guess what? Maybe we'll do a holiday special and talk about all kinds of fun stuff. So, I was going to say you? that, John. Yeah. So, we'll do it anyway because we love you guys. But until next week, until we meet again, much love, happy holidays, Merry Christmas.
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.